to oh shit let's do this again hello everybody uh before today's episode um i want to give everybody a very important message it's imperative that you like and subscribe this video if you are on youtube um you can hit that little bell and i'll give you a notification when we premiere our, our episodes every monday at noon um Besides that, if you are listening on a third-party or, you know, audio type of app like Spotify or iTunes, make sure to follow and, you know, also just share the shit out of this. Um, You know, there isn't a lot of voice out here in Iowa and, um, you know, all the support that we can get for doing what we're doing is, you know, for the better. So, um, without further ado, um, our guest today, our guests plural um are love unity and what's what's his name contra love unity and contra um both very interesting eccentric characters i'm sure it's going to be a really good time as always and yeah stay tuned excuse me did you start that molly (laughs) the burp sync it up with the burp (laughs) Here, uh, but play here. Play this video. I'll show you guys this. Yeah, this is a new studio. Dude, oh my god, that's gonna be that, trippy as hell. Dude, it literally yeah, it looks like they're in like a fucking underground bunker or some shit. <laughs> dude, hey, Joe Rogan was serious about it. You know what I mean? He's always serious about he, it. Dude, Joe Rogan's hell like yeah. the freshman though that just started smoking with the conspiracy theories and shit. But he's great. I love Joe Rogan. That pop-up makes me jealous as fuck. Dude, <laughs> imagine, imagine how much that costed. Yeah, dude, for real. That's custom-made, too. They're really in there fucking designing that. So that's wild. Those chairs go crazy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Hey, where's Jamie sitting, though? Oh, dude, he got his little setup in the back, right? Damn. Four yeah, probably. Dude. Be more distance than usual. Hey, first star I vote, Alex Jones. No. <laughs> dude, hey, hey. dude he needs to come back though that shit's always entertaining as fuck alex jones and elon musk are the best fucking guests on Jordan. hell yeah you got him hell to yeah. blow some kush right on, right on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys avid uh joe rogan watchers or uh, i used to be heavy when i was playing video games a lot i would mm. literally just like listen to hours and hours of joe rogan but hell yeah now my listeners are fucking dude i don't even watch youtube really anymore my shit's moving fast as fuck it's weird but I feel that. Uh, you definitely start losing yourself to it when you're living that fast, but uh, you gotta find a balance in between living fast and being able to like take self-care days and shit where you just focus on your mind. It's definitely true. Alright, well, we basically already started, but uh, we're here at the McAllister Hours. I'm your host as always, Cole McAllister, and uh, we are joined today yes, by Love Unity yeah. and Contra. Yeah, Both sure. local artists here in the Des Moines industry. Uh, Des Moines, you guys do music, right? CEO, you know what's <laughs> Well, you're you're uh, you do like production. Dude, I pretty much do everything. Yeah. honestly. Like, uh, I, I'm fucking. I'm getting better with the production and shit. I wouldn't say like my my producing and shit, like beat making and that kind of shit, is like to a point where I'm proud of it yet. But I work with a bunch of crazy producers who really like have been teaching me a lot. Especially, like, a lot of the Japanese artists, they've been killing it on making the sound packs and shit. Like, sounds nothing like anything coming out of here because mm. it's not made from here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you definitely have a uh, interesting music genre, per se. Dude, yeah. I haven't really heard... Um, it's been a while since I've heard music like that. Oh, Digipop, Digipop, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, like, 
I got tired of sounding like everybody into one in my opinion sounds pretty similar, so I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna do something that nobody's done before here, especially here. Like, I, don't know, I didn't really. I, when I was like 14, 15, I focused on the Des Moines scene heavy under a name Mist, and then like mm. I got, I got pretty popular. I was like 1.5k uh, on SoundCloud or some shit, like the followers. And then it's just like I feel like Des Moines gets stuck. Like you get stuck here, heavy as fuck. Like there's a reason it's called Dead Moines. You know what I mean? Like, you, can only, <laughs> you can only really get so far here until you realize you gotta either like start over and start something that nobody's done, or like branch out and get other places. Hmm, that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> so how'd you guys get your names? What's your origin? Uh, um, for well, I've got a bunch of different names. Honestly, I went by fucking my first my first rap name was a little smartphone, and I was making like diss tracks on people in high school and shit. <laughs> like apparently, uh, hey, uh, little smartphone, little smart. Hey, but apparently it got like busting at ISU or something, right? And they were like playing my diss tracks at parties and shit. Uh huh. And then I like everyone obviously under under the name little smartphone and shit. It's a joke, you know what I mean? And I was like, damn, I want to take this music shit serious because I really that's when I found out how much I love music. And I started going by uh, I started going by Mist, and then like switched up the name a couple times from there. I went by Como Rebi for a minute, which mm. means uh, the sun that shines in between the leaves of the trees in Japanese. And that was more like branching out because the Mist page, right, was heavy focused on Des Moines. And that's when like once I stopped, once I got away from that page, I realized like how dead Des Moines was in like the music scene. Like yeah, there's definitely some dope shit going on here, and there's a future, but it's grown too slow, and it's not really anything different that I want. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm really going to make it out of here, I got to do something that nobody from here is doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then, like, I, I started going by Love Unity. Um, I did Ego Death on Acid and got very spiritual. Oh, and, damn. Like, I feel like 2020, with all the Black Lives Matter movement and really everything going on this year, unity is, like, the biggest part of it. And, like, I feel like you got to combine both the good and the bad to get where you want to be and get out of here. You know what I mean? Hmm. Interesting. So, you've embodied all that into your name, essentially. For sure. Uh, Contra, what about you? What goes into your name? Uh, my name didn't really spawn from too much. Uh, I really liked the video game Contra, retro game. Mm. I don't know if you ever heard of it or seen it. Um, no, I'm not really familiar. Really fun little 2D scroll game. Oh, uh, okay. childhood memories. Hell yeah, that kind of stuff <laughs> in my shit. Uh, Fallout 2, you guys ever Dude. heard of that? Hey, alright, so I fucking... <laughs> Look, you know, you know, Diablo, Diablo one. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. I know the kind of stuff. Dude, yeah. I just started. I, I, I torrented all three of the fucking Diablo games. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Waiting because yeah. Diablo four is coming out. That shit's gonna be. Weird. Oh, I didn't know that. Dude, yeah, it's supposed to come yeah. out in January or some shit. But I started playing. Uh, fucking, I used to play Fallout two, and then I, I got really into Fallout three, Fallout four, all that shit. But Diablo mm-hmm. one and two reminded me heavy, heavy of fucking Fallout one and two. Hell yeah! Uh, New Vegas is probably my favorite, hands down. Yeah, I haven't been into games for a minute, but just like you were mentioning the Joe Rogan stuff, I used to just heavy play games all day, <laughs> every day. That was the thing I thought about after school. That was what I gave my time and my energy to, you know what I'm saying? So you guys would game and listen to podcasts at the same oh, time? dude. Dude, I, Damn. honestly, you can from, the rip, from the rip, it started off as creepypasta stories. Like, <laughs> dude, dude, I was serious about them bitches. From like eight, eight years, no, I would say like seven. When the time I really got into video games, because I was sitting and play like Borderlands, Borderlands fucking, Borderlands 3 or whatever it is. Yeah, and, oh yeah. No, Borderlands 2. It was before Borderlands 3 even came out. Borderlands 2 was my shit, but I would literally sit there for like fucking 10 hours, 12 hours a day, like creepypastas playing and shit. And I started getting into the podcast. I really fucked with Joe Rogan Heavy because how different it is. Like every different show mm. is a different guest and that yep. kind of shit. It's heat. Well, I mean, I know this is kind of stereotypical, but he's been a huge inspiration for what I've kind of done. I've definitely tried to kind of emulate that same kind of vibe where I'm like (coughs) trying to have a variety of different guests, variety of different people, you know. uh, But you definitely bring that laid back energy. You know what I mean? Well, thank you. It's not 
it's not too uptight. You can just be chilling here just like his shit. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel too much like an interview, but it feels like it's a mix between like an interview and a podcast type shit because there is definitely like question set, but it's also like free form. You know what I mean? I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Non-biased. It's real. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think that's kind of been a strength of what I've been trying to do in the show. Um, I, uh, I've had criticism from some people saying that I should like try to like, uh, like gear people more and like, you know, I don't know. That's not really my kind of, I mean, I do try to do that in some aspect, but I don't try to be a dick. I'm not Howard Stern or anything sure, like that. You know sure. what I mean? Um, what, so what's like your what's your guys' background? Are you guys from Des Moines? Yeah, um, I was born and raised here. Um, but like I've, I've been around a little bit and shit, but Des Moines always been like where I've lived at and shit. I, was, I lived in Illinois for like a summer and shit, but mm. that wasn't the move. Okay. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I grew up here, um, raised here. I've I branched pretty much all over out of Iowa, and it's. Mm pretty boring here honestly but there's okay. a lot of pluses you know good to raise kids uh, cheap living um and i've traveled a, quite a bit too want to keep traveling definitely feels i don't know it's like dead set in the middle of the shit it's like a unity of everything honestly you know i mean mm-hmm. there's a little bit of everything here the divi- diversity is crazy here you know yeah I mean? um well you know growing up in small town iowa northwest area mm-hmm. um that's the thing i've always appreciated about the is like the level of diversity um <clears throat> in my town in my high school there was one black kid <laughs> in my entire <laughs> high school and he was adopted he had white parents so i mean that was the kind of environment that i was used to growing up in so i mean you know not that when obviously did you move to the uh would have been probably six years ago um been here for the most part a little bit on and off i was in south dakota for a little bit here and there but um yeah, about 2000. I think 2014. Yeah, that would have been the year I moved here initially. Um, how old are you guys? I am seven. Well, I just turned 17. My birthday Damn. was August 18th. And then I'm 21. Damn. So you guys are you guys are doing all this pretty young, dude. That's I've been a- on, I've been on the music shit since I was 14. That's when I really like 14 was when I got into the little smartphone shit, and then like 15 was when I really started taking shit serious. So I guess like in two years of taking shit serious, I've gotten pretty far. But uh, I got. Like, it doesn't even feel like I'm that far yet, because I got a lot bigger dreams. Like, Des Moines mm-hmm. isn't, like, Des Moines is cool, it's always going to be home and shit, but, like, it's small scale, I'm trying to get so much bigger than this, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like he was saying, it's definitely a dead end, you can kind of just see who's you, getting... Sorry, you want to try to put the microphone up a little closer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're fine. Um, it's definitely a dead end, I feel like you kind of see how big you can get, you see the potential out of here, and then a lot of people don't spread the love that should be spread here. Dude, that's that's the biggest point. Like, everybody here, they see somebody start doing well or some shit, and they're like, nah, I'm going to drag them down, because, like, I feel like a lot of people mm. here are sad as fuck. Like, people are broke, people aren't making money, people aren't happy living the life that they want to, and then they see somebody doing what they want to or, like, making it out of here, you know what I mean? And they're like, shit, I'm not making it out of here, I guess I'm gonna try to drag them down so they don't get out of here either. And that shit's whack. Yeah, that's the problem I've kind of noticed with, uh, the one problem I've kind of noticed with this area, I think it's really easy for drama to, um, rise up and, you know, Because there's not shit going on. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, everybody wants, that's, dude, high school drama is wild, like, I guess I really, I, I, when the COVID shit started happening, I was already going to do online school anyways. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel very disconnected with, like, people my age for sure. That's why I'm, mm. I don't really hang out with people my age. Like, the drama shit's weird as fuck. Like, people just want that shit just to have something to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything, you know, with that and social media. I, I've never really got a lot of people my age either, so I can definitely relate to that. Um, what about you guys' influence, like, or influences, like, in, in your music? You, uh, what? Molly, what was it you kind of described as music as the other day? We were listening to it. It was like that kind of that kind of the early two thousand. Two thousand scene kid stuff. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. Dude, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. Dude, yeah. For, uh, I, I would say a lot of, like, well, my, my early influence in shit was Eminem. First, like, mm, ever, like, yeah. music I ever knew Eminem's the name shit. of was this, like, fucking DJ hero. Every white teenager ever. Hey, for <laughs> look, True. Look. Especially in the Midwest, you know. <laughs> Everybody loves Eminem. I heard this fucking DJ, DJ hero on the Xbox 360, mm. right? They had this remix of fucking Eminem's Not Afraid and then Lil Wayne Lollipop and shit. And so <laughs> I would, like, I would literally, like, I know how to use YouTube or nothing at the time. So I had my older cousin, like, she would put me on a playlist of all the Eminem's YouTube music uh-huh. videos and shit. And I would literally, like, just listen to that shit all night and, like, geek out over Eminem. And then, like, yeah, I would say Eminem's definitely, like, my early influence and shit. But then it got a lot more into, like, uh, I'm guessing you know what Lil Peep and shit is. Mm, um, yeah. We were just watching his video with uh, Kanye before oh, you guys got wild. here. Uh, such a fucking the love it or whatever. No, no, that's Lil Pump. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What? Same thing, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's Shit, I'm sorry. Who'd you say? Lil Peep. He's Lil a, Peep, okay. Fucking close. It's, it's a, it's a lot. tattoo emo. Yeah, it's... Fucking, he, he was uh, in 2017. He overdosed off of some fake Xanax. Um, oh, he's dead. Yeah, he passed yeah, he, away. A minute oh, ago. this he guy. Yeah. Oh, I heard about him. You've seen his face. Rest in peace, peep. But uh, I, he was definitely like he was the introduction in the little scene that I got into. I started. I was mm. fucking with peep really heavy in like 2016 before he passed. And then like yeah, I started getting deep into peep. And like there's a whole scene like. Peep was definitely the biggest because he, he fucking died. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, same shit happened with only PV Skill. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I fuck with a lot of artists who fuck with PV Skill. Like, they were, fuck, they were creating an entire wave. Like, just like Peep did when an artist dies, it brings so much light to a little scene. You know what I mean? Mm. But, um, yeah, I guess Peep was a heavy influence. I got into a lot of, like, the subculture on there. Like, a lot more, I guess, uh, it was it was artist called Shinigami. He made some shit called Lullaby Trap, which was, like, more of my sound but like the digital kind of sound but more like mellow like a lullaby you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i got like yeah there's just a bunch of different artists in that little peep type of scene that are all connected and shit and work together that i really started fucking with and like it was wild my ho- i got a homie named young van who like i literally used to listen to him when i was like 12 years old and shit and now like i'm making music with him like he has like 300k monthly listeners on spotify that shit's wild like to actually go from like in two years making music to working with like somebody who i used to look up to you know what i mean wow yeah, I mean in that span. That's a that's quite a journey. Uh, what about you? What are some of your influences in the? Um, like he was saying, and like I said about every white teenager, I think everybody really gets into Eminem. Hell yeah! Um, when they do discover rap, if I was raised on um, grunge and like more of a rockish type music. Fuck yeah! Fuck rock. yeah! Um, so I can appreciate a lot of music. Um, definitely started with Eminem, like I said, and then branched out to like uh, shit. I'm trying to think of the time frame. Uh, Soldier Boy was hot at the time. Soldier um, Boy. Let's see. Lil big Draco. Wayne. Lil Wayne. Big Draco. <laughs> Dude. Out here making game consoles. <laughs> <laughs> Drake. Uh, and then when I was young, uh, I was just getting into video games. I uh, came across Logic and uh, some phase Oh, fuck for, yeah. Logic's so, the shit. And I got into him when he was kind of like not really big, and then he got big. And he's still all right. You know what I'm saying? He's just, you can tell all his inspirations, and he's just, mm. I feel like he needs to be more of his own person, but... He's doing his own thing. He made his money. He has a family or whatever. But as, as he got bigger, I just kind of branched away from it. And then uh, hmm. 
Jimmy Wapo, if you know who that is, he, he passed no, away as well. He's a, he, he died the same day as X. He got murked the same day as X. That's wild. Wait, the same day as Triple X Tencon? Yeah, Tencon. Or Triple Tencon. X Tencon. Dude, I'm hey. not. <laughs> 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 hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for, uh, same day X got shot, he got killed. He was an Aquarius. That's wild. Like Aquariuses are definitely special. He's an Aquarius. I'm a Leo. They're all right. Damn. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say it's fucking. <laughs> hey, it's wild. They got shot the same day as X. You know what I mean? Like if you're dying the same yeah. day as X. Nobody heard about it. Yeah, for Who's real. Jimmy Oppo. Like Jimmy Oppo, he was different. Yeah, was different. it's crazy how that happens. Like Farrah Fawcett dying the same day as MJ, and uh, what, what was it? The Fishers, Carrie Fisher died, and then his, her mom died, or vice versa. Death in general is just yeah. a weird topic or weird understanding, I guess. Yeah, I mean, fuck, we could probably talk about. <laughs> the catechisms of death are hot. We can definitely stray off of the subject. <laughs> <laughs> real off topic, real quick. Molly, have you had those uh, those frappuccinos frozen? I have not. Oh, dude, you so put them bitches in the fridge or the freezer? Frozen. That's why they're not like cold cappuccinos. They're frappuccinos. Somebody just, a cashier just told me that. Uh, and I'm like, what? I froze it? That thing was way better. Yeah. Five times better. ridiculous. You gotta try it sometime. Absolutely Damn. Coffee's huh. delicious. Love coffee. Love nicotine. Definitely. Try nicotine. Hey, <laughs> hey, I can get behind some nicotine, but that's a little too. Uh, yeah, I uh, I quit smoking. Thank God. Um, oh fuck cigarettes, dude. Yeah, no, yeah. Cigarettes, fuck cigarettes. No, I really, I hey, still kind of miss it sometimes. Than any fucking hard drug I've done, honestly, like cigarettes are ridiculous, hmm. dude. Interesting. I, I've done a lot of drugs and never once have I woke up and been like, damn, I want I, fucking, I want some cocaine more than I've wanted a cigarette, dude. Like, cigarettes are fucking, dude, it's straight heroin. Like, straight it's heroin. straight heroin. <laughs> like, straight heroin. I can't fuck it. So, I, what do you guys, like, what do you guys do? How do you guys interact? What What's interact. everything? That, or And, like, what do you guys if, in terms of like do? music and what you guys do, how so do you guys I mean, associate? I would definitely say that's my best friend. You know, I mean, I've okay. been through a lot and shit. It's like way longer for me to say that than shit. <laughs> 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 I was like, hmm, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just vibe out. We just spread love in the bitch. Uh-huh. Um, we just try and make the place better. Try to make our, ourselves better, obviously. I've definitely made a lot of mistakes, but like, I'm trying to better myself. You know what I mean? Better there around me and shit. That's all you really can do to make a difference. Like, this is true. This is true. Um, so, like, uh, you have, like, quite an internet presence. You have uh, quite a few plays on uh, on the uh, cloud sure. and all that. Uh, what if, what advice or, like, what's your technique to, like, getting to that point? Well, shit, honestly, off the rip, it started off as fucking, like, Minecraft, dog. Honestly, Minecraft. Like, <laughs> I learned I learned how to... He said Minecraft brought me all my plays. Shout hey. out Minecraft. <laughs> hey, shout out that man, Minecraft. But, no, here's the thing. Fucking, I got, like, I got very, I was making money on Minecraft, like, running these little servers and shit, and so mm-hmm. I guess that really taught me how to, like, interact with people, and, like, I wasn't fucking with, like, in that scene, like, there's a lot of money in that scene, I'm not talking, like, millions, and, well, there probably is millions, but, like, I would say there, I was, I could make, like, an easy fucking couple bands off of a server release, and we would do that every month type shit, so, like, you really get, like, when you're making money, and when it's actually not, like, a little kid shit, you learn how to carry yourself better, carry yourself professionally, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you don't want to go into a Skype call and, like, acting like a rowdy little kid when you're talking about a couple thousand dollars, like, that's retarded, but I guess Minecraft really did teach me, like, how to act right and shit, 
but then I started uh, I started drop shipping heavy. Like I was running, I not in my name, but I was running a little conglomerate company of drop shipping sites, and we were we were selling like fake designer clothes and shit. I guess we can't too much, but um, oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah. So I guess like really just being like I had a I had a very big uh, I would say I've had a couple mentors and shit. One was really big in the music scene, uh, my homie Star in the Sky, who really like. He taught me how to carry myself in, like, a very respectable manner and, like, be the bigger person and shit. Like, the most valuable lesson he taught me was about making my bridges strong. Like, mm-hmm. you build a bridge weak as shit, that, that bridge is going to collapse whenever it gets some weight on it. You know what I mean? You want to, like, throw the dude 100 for the feature instead of trying to get him down to 80 for the feature. And then, boom, when some shit happens, when you get into some beef, he's probably going to have your back rather than you trying to, like, scam him out of a little $20. Like, building your bridge is strong is the most important thing in the music industry. Because everybody here want to be on some bullshit, and when you show somebody some actual love, like, it's different. You know what I mean? Hmm. Way too much cloud chasing in this city. That's another thing. People will do the most just to get your their name in your mouth, and I don't understand that either. Like, that's not the right... That's short-term attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. I, I don't know. That's I the gamer. I agree with a lot of what... How, how people move here, but... Yeah. No, that's a good point. Uh, I definitely see what you're saying. Like uh, acting like you're on LA, ugh, I can't talk today. In LA or New York or something, you know, where that kind of thing actually gains traction. It's kind of, you know, and not that you can't do that here, but I think it's there's just a dead end. It, you can do yeah. that here, but what are you gonna get out of it? You might get a couple. You might get a. Yeah, play, you might get true. a couple thousand plays out of a diss track, but you're not getting no twenty k off a diss track. You know what I mean? It's like true. nothing. No, no song here in Des Moines that's focused on Des Moines is ever hitting over ten k. That's all I'm saying. And nobody here is doing it other than me. I'm the only, like, people, yeah, they might, over fucking three years of their song being out, hit 15K, but, dude, I'll drop a song in four months and that bitch is at 12K. Like, nobody here is doing that shit. So that's why I know my shit's, like, that's why I'm not focused on here. You know what I mean? My shit's already past here. Like, I wouldn't say it's, it's past here or whatever. I still got shit I can gain from fucking with people in Des Moines. There's a lot of shit to learn here. But mm. here is not what's going to make me big. Here's not what's going to reach my dreams. You know what I mean? Interesting. Uh... I guess on that note, like, who have you collabed with here in Des Moines? Uh, I fuck with Baby Bar Heavy. I fuck hmm. with Shrimp Heavy, 666 Shrimp. Definitely some of the most talented here. For sure. Okay. I like Shaky Sean. There's just a couple people who I, I can see a lot of potential in, but, yeah, they have to understand that if they're not taking care of themselves and what they're doing, hmm. that they're going to stay here. They're not going to do anything, you know what I mean? So they just got to keep an yeah. open mind. And that's the beautiful part about artists with open minds is that they, they you can share perspectives with them and they don't think you're over-criticizing them or you're talking shit to them, you know what I'm saying? For they, sure. You got to be able to take criticism in the music industry. Like, that's true, definitely. Dude. There are no safe spaces in hip-hop, at least. You, you know? can't get <laughs> feelings hurt by shit. Like, yeah. Your music, honestly, your music's probably trash. And when they tell you it's trash, mm. like people can be people can be a dick about it and just be like, your music's ass. And then there's people who are going to be like, well, this is what I think is wrong with it. This is what you can improve. Mm. Those are the people that are actually going to help you. You know what I mean? People here don't understand that, like, just saying that your music's bad and being like, that's feedback. That's not going to help nobody out. You know what I mean? Mm, I feel that. Uh, I would say I fuck with, uh, there's a couple other Des Moines artists I fuck with heavy. Um, I fuck with Cosmo. Uh, him and his girl Cece are really killing shit. Like, Cece and uh, Maddie Baby are definitely, like, the two most, the two best female artists I've seen in Des Moines. Uh, they got a lot of potential and shit. There's definitely people here who got potential, but I just feel like people's drive's a little off, and it's just like, when you're real, you're you're living out here. You know what I mean. You're not just being a rapper. It's you really got to grind and shit. So it's not like you got a million dollars to just go fuck off and be a rapper. Like you know, what I mean, shit's shit's still a struggle, especially in Des Moines. You know what I mean. And I feel like people get caught in the struggle rather than focus on what's really gonna help them. Hmm. Interesting. So I guess kind of on your point, like how how do you think we can 
I say we as in people of Des Moines and artists and all that. How do you think we can, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, break through, I guess? I guess when you look at it in the bigger picture, like, look at some of the groups that come out of, like, uh, Florida. Or look at, look at the, the, look at the artists, sure. look at the groups that group up together, and then they, they come out as a group, you know what I'm saying? Mm, collective. And, uh, it's, yeah. it's just about uh, containing your energy as a group, and then you're going to have a stronger fucking output, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have more of an influence, mm -hmm. and then you're going to have the criticism you need to hear. Exactly. If there's three people in the room, they might all have three different opinions on how I'm saying something, how I'm doing something. That's why I try not to be like, hey... I don't like how this sounds, but I think it would be cool if it sounded like this way. I think you should try this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because uh, there's just way too many people who get all butter about the way they're doing stuff because they either have too big of an ego and they think they're above everybody else here, which we're really not. This is Iowa. You know what I'm saying? You ever talk to somebody <laughs> yeah. on Xbox? Oh, yeah, I'm from Iowa. Where the fuck? I mean, that, that's a state. You know Idaho? <laughs> are you guys still fighting off the Native Americans? I feel like that's how you're saying, yes, man. Like people are people are so scared to hurt somebody's feelings, especially like say a dude got a little five K plays or some shit. Like dude who got a hundred plays, he doesn't want to tell dude with five K that his shit's not good or give him criticism. So he's just gonna be like, yeah, your shit bangs. Mm. Like yes, men are the downfall of hip hop because everybody's scared to give how they really feel or hurt somebody's feelings. But like something I live by is that sometimes you gotta hurt you sometimes you gotta hurt people's feelings to make them understand how shit is. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's facts. That's kind of the nature of the game. I mean, although I know your genre is a little different than hip hop. I mean, we're all kind of in the same field. It is so. music yeah, it's all the same. Yeah, exactly. The competition is the people same. People in this sure. shit are even worse, dog. Let me get this work. People, people in the fuck, people in like hip hop or whatever, are just gonna. Everybody wants to be the hardest. It's whoever lies the best. And this little shit, everybody's about their feelings. Like everybody's a little pussy. In <laughs> yeah, this scene. I'm so Definitely. serious. Like a little gnat flying around. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> fuck. When I hey. When I first like when I first started getting known in the scene and shit, everybody started hating me because everybody loves to pay for features and shit. And then mm. like they'll, they'll go and pay for these features. Like Young Van, biggest example. When the way the way I first got connected with him was I had a homie. Well, he's not really a homie anymore. Um, got a little jealous and shit. But he was paying for features for Young Van, right? So I was like, fuck. I just hit up Young Van. And I told him how much I fucked with his shit and like I've been fucking with him since I was like 12. And it's dope like to see my homies working with him and shit. We got on some homie shit and like I literally just started working with him like. I've only ever paid for one feature in my life, and that was an eighty-dollar feature, just because I was trying to like get a connect with him. Like I, and that was literally like a month ago. Like all of my music up until now and shit, I've never really put any money into like promotion or anything. Mm -hmm. So like people started getting really jealous because everybody wants everybody in the scene. Nobody's like seventeen. You know, I mean, people are like 20, 21, 22, like really with jobs and shit, like really putting money into their <laughs> shit. Yep. And you see somebody who's not fucking, who's not putting money into it who's getting the same features that they're getting getting more plays than them so that's where the jealousy starts everybody wants to like especially with this scene everybody's like they're gonna talk shit about you and their little collectives and then act friendly as fuck with you in your face like mm. it's wild as shit how fake people are in this scene it's honestly disgusting yeah i mean there's a lot of two-facedness and you know like any kind of entertainment industry i think with, uh, jealousy jealousy and envy i've never really understood like when you when you get the feeling of jealous is it something that somebody has that you want you know what i'm saying or, or what stops you from being not <coughs> and then gets you to ask hey how'd you get there i'm a fan of what you're doing i like what you're doing can you help me can you give me some tips you know what there's I'm different between being a fan and being a hater you, know I mean? you in that manner you gotta self-diagnose why you're why you're jealous you know what i mean like you gotta figure out what about it makes you want that shit and what you don't have rather than just being like, fuck them, I, read th I don't want them to have it. You gotta figure out why you don't want them to have it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's so easy to hate people, but like, what do you really get out of that other than being fucking mad all the time? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's definitely a lot easier to hate than to love, 
I think but that is hey, a love always wins. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You win. Hate loses. Love is harder. Yes. And that, I think it ties in with like instant gratification. You know what I mean? Yeah, everybody yeah. wants everybody wants shit to happen overnight. I have so many rappers who come into the studio, not rappers, right? You know what I mean? I have so many little, like kids who come into the studio and just like think I'm gonna drop one song, right? And that bitch is gonna fucking set me up for my entire future. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, right. I pay. I, this, this is an investment. <laughs> this is an investment. I'm paying twenty dollars for the studio time, and I'm paying for college. Like I literally had a dude when I was fifteen come in there, and I was talking to him about the shit, and he was like. Well, honestly, with music, dude, I'm just doing this to blow up. Like, I got paid for college. And I'm like, I'm hoping by the time, like, eight months, when I go to college, I'll be able to pay for it with the music. I'm like, please, dude. Yeah, that's right. going to be tough. Full ride from the music. That's going to be tough. Yeah, and that's, like, their plan A, and, like, that's it. That's they have nothing A. else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing else. So, not to like impede or get too personal, but I am curious. You saying you're 17? You're like in school or like what? Uh, I do online school. Um, okay. I'm, I'm I'm a senior this year, but I would say I'm, I definitely know I got to get my fucking I got to graduate from high school and shit. You know what I mean? But I'm not really focused, that is important. Not yeah. focused on college or anything after that. Like I'm really I'm not gonna lie. I'm slacking on the school shit. I'm taking it slow. But like I think I got shit that's gonna be a lot more beneficial to my future than the last yeah. year of high school. Like I'm not behind on my I'm like half credit behind on my science or some shit. So I'm not I'm not like failing every class or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. can, I can drag this last year out over like a year and a half or some shit and really focus on what I got to. Cause like this is the most important time in my life. I feel like right now when I'm actually like making the decisions that are gonna set me up for my future. And I don't think, especially with not having like college isn't my plan or anything like that. I don't think school's like what's gonna help me in life. Mm. No, I feel that. Um, I'm in college now, but I've like resisted it for so long. What do you I, go for if you don't? Uh, I'm in, uh, right now I'm in ugh, video production. Okay, yeah. Uh, so that, um, it's something I've always looked at for a while. I was in computer programming initially and that was just like way too much for me to fucking handle. Like it was just so much work <laughs> for the most like menial fucking shit. Be like, God damn it, I hey, have to figure out this little fucking thing. Like, it takes that's how you get a good ass job is like a little IT guy for a fucking corporation. And yeah. You just don't do anything. You fucking like throw fucking, you throw like, uh, what's it called? Microsoft Office on computers and shit. <laughs> that's your job. Like, yeah. That's, that's true. Weird. But uh, I definitely think that industry is popping as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The technology industry, Silicon Valley is where all the fucking jobs are right now. Unless you're doing something like that with your fucking college education or being a doctor or some shit, you're not getting a job. You're not doing shit with it. True. Um, I don't know. I kind of just felt like I was selling my soul in the way if I, like, was going getting into computers. Like, no, um, you're, you're running in the rat race and you're choosing. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. College is just a really hard subject because, yeah, you never know if you're going to get that degree and then get your job. You're still in the same boat. It's just like a diploma. Yep, you know, yep. Uh, when you have it doesn't mean you're going to get hired everywhere it just gives you the little bit of an advantage you know what i'm saying for them to look at and that's big you got to know what you want to do you know what i'm saying that's you're paying a lot of money for you to do that so if you're halfway through and you're like fuck you know i don't yeah i want to do that <laughs> fuck that some money chances are there was this uh coder on youtube that i followed for a while and he would always do these videos What's about oh fuck i cannot remember off the top of my head I was um, super into that kind of shit. I really fucked with like watching oh, really? uh, video game neural networks get made, like where they fucking make a neural network and then like have them learn a video game that they hmm. created. That neural networks were fucking insane, dog. Interesting. Um, but no, this guy was like, <clears throat> he did this video about, uh, he did research on like different, uh, like 
uh, ads for jobs, mm-hmm. like different career paths for um, computer people, and like how all these people were trying to like fuck them over, like pay them like menial amounts. There were places like in Utah that were trying to pay people like min- close to minimum wage for like high end computer skilled shit. Like Dude, just fucking, hey, nuts. fucking like Office Depot and shit selling computers or scams the fuck out of people, dog. They Damn. put like Dude, they'll make like a two build a two hundred dollar computer and sell that shit for like seven hundred dollars. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, dude, I was watching this shit. Uh, like, I don't know what it is. It's some like little Channel Nine shit, like somewhere out in the United States. But they were doing this like uh, fucking investigation where they mm. have like locksmiths and then like fucking uh, plumbers and shit come in, and they were just taxed and taxing them. Like they would make sure that everything's perfect except for like a little leak or some shit, right? And then they would come and say, fucking, dryer vents busted, my fire's gonna be like 10 bands to clean it up. Like, dude, it's fucking ridiculous how they do that shit. Damn. Now, there there will always be some money in online stuff, uh, cell phones, cars, stuff yep. that's always gonna be here with us. That's, that's definitely what I would uh, use my money towards college for. Or, like, I've gotten into, like, cybersecurity shit. Like, shit oh, okay. Like that interests me. Um, just the criminal side of things. That doesn't sound too fucked up, but on the good side, I guess. <laughs> just to have the knowledge for the bad side. For sure. But you're still sitting on the good side. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get it. You want to, like, uh, run the route, per se. Want to like, learn some shit. Want to learn, uh, yeah, just anything. Online shit just has a lot of knowledge. There. It's an infinite place. It's a, it's, a, it's a new web. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It's all dimension. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's kind of getting deep, but like with social media, like how it's programming us, like it's good for people you know to about, understand you know about, that like, kind of the stuff. Facebook life theory, like people constantly, like that's the root of a lot of depression and kids, hell yeah, hell yeah. Where like they constantly the dopamine can, rushes to your brain. Dude, it's yeah, like a drug, then, literally. Then, like you guys, in general, dude. Screens gang. in general is young kids get this this instant gratification, this uh, this dopamine rush, and then that's why like when we have no nicotine, you know, we're just like, oh, I, I want something. Oh, nicotine. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. The screen is their nicotine. Uh, mm-hmm. games at a young age and that's why you see more kids now on screens than you do out catching fucking well, dude, you see bugs. fucking three-year-old kids on ipads and shit i ain't get a phone <laughs> until i was like 10 or fucking i ain't get a phone until i was like 10 years old and it was a flip phone dog like i used to see kids in like elementary school with like the iphone one and i was like damn what the fuck is that like he brought a whole computer to school what big pet peeve of mine is when you see a kid crying in public and their parents just like hang on i'll get your tablet Oh, dude. Yeah. And I'm just like, hang on. You're supposed to, like, figure out what the problem is. You can't just, you know what I'm saying? Everything, You're not parenting. It gets dropped when they grow out of being a baby. And then, and they then get you the just tablet. hand them a fucking tablet. <laughs> yeah, like, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that kind of shit's been around ever since fucking TVs and shit, though. Back in the 50s, like, kids, they would, parents would just put their kids in front of the TV and say, all right, TV's Yeah, but watching. it wasn't as easily accessible For as a sure, phone you is. You can't bring the TV out to fucking Walmart. You're right. Yeah. But I feel like that's, like, the root of it. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know, TV, TV, whack as shit, but back in the day, dude, like, kids were addicted to TV, like, they're addicted to yeah, phones and shit. that's true. Like, I remember I was definitely addicted to video games, I would have, like, a mental breakdown and shit when my parents would try to, like, down <laughs> me or something. Like, alright, I'm fucked, I'm gonna kill myself, I'm gonna kill the cat. <laughs> like, like, dude. One of the ones go in the bathroom and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys know. Uh, world's greatest freak out, right? Oh, dude, where he puts the fucking remote up his ass? Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, those are classic. Hey, that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> hey, dude, hey, I literally, there's like 40 of them bitches, right? The kid who made Yeah, that, well, dude, they, they, they're fake, though. Yeah, they're fake as fuck. They kind of, they came out All with right, that. Look, look, they're funny, I was like though. 12 years old, no idea they were fake. I was like, yeah. damn, he just went at that fucking truck with a baseball bat? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. Screens and uh, technology at a young age is I feel like it keeps you distant from your parents. 
yeah, like when you yeah. do get over the tablet, if you ever get over the tablet of the game or whatever you're playing, uh, that you're just not going to have the relationship you should with your parent. And I think that's really important. I think one of, one of the two parents that are there in your life, if you have two parents, uh, need, one of them needs to be your best friend or just keep an open mind because they're, they're there for your journey, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody yeah. has friends or people uh, like I have to just bounce ideas off of and fucking ask questions, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's hard for males, especially like dads and shit, to show emotion. You know, I mean, mm. like they express it down. A lot of the times, dads just do that. Like the only way they know how to show their emotion is like anger or something. So like the sadness or whatever they're feeling builds up, and the only way they know how to take it out is because of anger. Probably stems from like their parents treating them like that. You know, what I mean, mm. yeah. Like, gender roles in society are fucked in general, honestly. Definitely older age. I feel like guys were. You know, it's one of those. Hey, there's no crying in baseball type shit. You know, what I mean? mm. stiffen up your upper lip and get on with it. You know, what I mean? the toxic masculinity. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I had a best friend like growing up. I only had like up until the time I was like 13, 14. I never went to anybody's house or anything. Like I never. I literally had one friend who I grew up with like next door, and like he grew up like the baseball dad kind of shit. And then like I grew up with the parents like open-minded, I guess type shit. And it's wild how like strict and shit. Like they literally like the parents are like making the kid live through them like all the shit that they mm. the parent couldn't be type shit they're trying to make the kid be perfect like that shit really fucks the kids heads yeah Especially, like females and shit like with females mm. like that's how girls wild out like the dad too overprotective or something and as soon as mm. they fucking get out of or as soon as they get out of the house or some shit they're a big whore like that shit's wild <laughs> that's really how Damn, it happens same shit yeah. with guys though like the dad's super strict on him like fucking a, a plus you know what i mean like you gotta play football you gotta do all this shit kid goes to college and now he's doing heroin you know what i mean like hmm. he's wilding out a little too hard it's definitely something you have to hit as a young age, in my opinion, because you can fuck up when you're young, you know what I'm saying, from uh, legal charges. Yeah. They all get wiped, you know what I'm saying? Um, unless you're out here, like, murdering people, you might, you might go away and be charged as an adult if you're fucking 12, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, yeah, you kind of have the midlife crisis, I feel like, more than you should. Um, if you go through hella shit when you're young, then that's, you don't have to go through it when you get older. Yeah, the, hmm. the, the strict hold that people try to hold on their kids... Those are the first kids to sneak out of the house. Those are the first kids to go smoke a blunt. Those are the first yep. kids to go do the shit for that adrenaline rush and that freedom that, that you know, to break out the leash. There's also the opposite, though, where, like, especially you see that a lot in the little gang scene, like, kids who the parents, all they know is, like, trap. All they know is be a gangbanger. So then the kid grows up just wanting to be that. You know what I mean? Like, the kid's either going to wild out. you got to find a good balance in between showing the kids that there is bad in the world and not hiding everything from them, but not, yeah. like, putting it in front of their face and being like, this is the world. You know what I mean? Because it's yin-yang. You know what I mean? That's the rules here. There's balance. There's it's always true. good and the bad, and there's always bad and the good. But, like, I have a little homie, his name's Tio, who he... He, fought, he was deep in the gang shit, you know I mean? At 15 years old, he got three attempted murder charges, and, like, literally a week before that, I had him in the studio, and I was, like, he was Asian, and I was literally, like, he was saying his ears hurt and shit, right? And so I was, like, he had no idea how to clean his ears, dog. You know what I mean? Like, his parents literally were not there type shit. Oh, damn. To see, like, I, I was teaching this kid, this 15-year-old kid, how to clean his ears, and then, like, a week later, he's fucking arrested for catching three bodies. Like, that shit's fucking crazy, especially in Des Moines. Like, Damn, yeah, especially in the Bro, I don't know. It's it's everywhere though. Like it's bad parent there are no bad kids, dog. There's only bad parents and then bad parents make more bad parents. You know what I mean? It's Great never example is pit bulls, you know what I'm saying? I've seen For a lot sure. of lucky mm. ass pit bulls, but hey, you throw a pit bull in the wrong place, let it get smacked around a few times, that pit bull is gonna bite the fuck out of some kids when it gets older, you know what I'm saying? That's I, true. I one hundred percent believe that fucking there's definitely more dangerous breeds than pit bulls and that pit bulls are cool ass dog if they're in the right home as a puppy, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to save a pit bull a lot of the times. But mm. 
Yeah, man. K- kids, you can't create something and then not blame yourself. You know? Yeah, it's always it's the parents' fault, hundred percent. It's never the kids. I mean, it can be the kids gonna make wrong decisions, but you got to teach the kid what a bad decision is. You know what I mean? If the parent just sets <laughs> yeah, it out there, yeah, exactly. Right, you got to teach them to both sides of it. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. find the balance. You got to teach them why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I can definitely relate to that personally. Uh, growing up in a very strict environment, so uh, all that you said like totally rings true. Like. Uh, I'm I'm very like anti censorship. Mm-hmm. I like always have been. Like I think it's freedom of expression is huge. Yeah, like I would argue it's like kids in gen like society in general is better off seeing like sexualized images over like violent images. Like hmm. the violent images is like Are I think in my so opinion. What's your opinion on uh, video games? Uh, violent video games for let's say uh, about. 12 age 12 to about 16 well shit dude now it's not even that now like my little cousin like i was wild i was literally seeing it like i used to be deep in the video games so i didn't get into the video games till i was like eight seven eight nine ten years old kids like five years old and he's like fortnite 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 i'm like damn dude i ain't it, it's wild dog like there's not a lot of violence in there there's but here's the thing I don't yeah. he's not he's not just playing fortnite though he's probably he's playing modern warfare he's hey, playing all this shit six grand theft auto that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, you know but like I, I definitely feel like that shit can desensitize you, but it's the parents' job to come in and be like, "This, this is a video game." You know, what I mean, you can't go and kill a hooker like you can in GTA. But yeah, I think people in general can like dissociate from reality. Well, the thing that scares me is the VR. Oh, that's dude, where yeah. it gets a little dicey that's for me. Dimension, just like yeah, dude, exactly. I think video games general. Now, oh, you do think so? Okay, interesting. Um, I tend to think not. Like, I think if it's just like the kid on a, looking at a on, box playing on a controller, on the a lot. and like, that's true too. Somebody with mental illness, somebody in a bad like a bad home life or some shit, where all they know is the video game, and that's like their entire life. That's their escape and shit. It might fucking translate that into real life. Like, oh shit, my escape was fucking in the video game. I really like shooting people. So fuck, I- I'm tired of this life. I'm just gonna go play like a video game and shoot some people. Like, that's how a lot hmm. of the mass shooters and shit really do get started. I feel like. Like, there's a, I was watching this little crime documentary about this kid and his brother who literally, like, planned the shit out like they were going on a video game and shit. Like, they were, they planned it out like they were going to fucking, they murked their family, right? And then they were going to go to their school and shoot it up and shit. And then they were just going to go on a crime spree up, up the fucking, like, up, up the entire uh, country and shit. And, like, just be murking people the whole way there. And, like, it was heavy inspired by video games for he sure. He trying to get six stars. You know like, dude, literally. He wasn't settling for five. But, like, I think a lot of it is, like, they look at it like, uh, they look at it like they're beating a record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Columbine, Columbine set the fucking Yeah, that's record. true, that's true. And so, like, because I'm, I'm deep into, like, fucking criminal psychology and that kind of shit. Like, I love watching, oh, like, interrogations right there. and shit, dude. <laughs> You watch like an interrogation and you study how like the fucking prosecutor or the interrogator is trying to like use psychology against them and like smart ass criminals like mm. they do a bench through the shit a couple times dude oh, it's yeah. fucking beautiful to watch but like i feel like a lot of the kids like just get they get sucked in the video games and that's their only escape and so they think they gotta translate that into real life or like it's like a leaderboard like whoever mm. kills the most people that you're gonna be famous you're gonna get your name known you're gonna be a nobody you're like your life's not worth shit, you're in a bad home life or something, you know what I mean? So, like, you're gonna make your name in the streets, you're gonna go sell a bunch of drugs, you're gonna go fucking shoot up the most people, you know what I mean? Like, it all stems from bad parents, like... I, think. I, I agree with that, and yeah, not so much of its own dimension or its own world for video games, but I just, I think it is just as bad, or if not worse, as using a drug, you know, running to a video game to just kind of, the whole get off work, I don't really feel like cooking today, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's true. Is, like, Personally, my experience is, like, I used to be into, like, games that snatched me. It was Call of Duty Black Ops and Black Ops 2. 
Um, I really turned down, Those like, are fun. <laughs> I, I turned down a helicopter ride to, to play zombies, and it was like an old ass zombie map. It was just with a really good friend uh, that I have in Canada. He's still a really good friend of mine. But but I, I skipped out on a helicopter ride so I could play a game of zombies on a map that I've played fucking four hundred times. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, I mean, I guess I see what you're saying, but it's kind of like the argument of drugs. Like, is it? It's not like the drug's fault, you know. For like, sure. it's it, how you use it. You yeah. Know what I'm I think all drugs are just another perspective of shit. I think but, it's society's fault. I don't think it's ever, like, the specific, like, effector. And it's not the drug's fault. It's not the video game's fault. It's yeah. what they do to the people. It's what society like, does to like them. like saying it's food's fault that we're fat. No, it is. You know, it, it's society's fault. From, it's, it's not, no. It's society's fault. Yeah, that's yeah, what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah I said it's, it was society's there's, there's fault. There's going to be cupcakes, and then there's going to be oranges if you want to eat. But it's oranges. society's fault for putting a fucking McDonald's and a Burger King on every block and making that the cheapest form of living. You and know movies I mean? that make cocaine look like it's the shit, or, or you know, stone movies sure. that, you know, make glorify everything out there. You know what I'm saying? That's how people are like, oh, this is normalized. This is... This is society telling me that this is okay and this is how this should be used. I think weed's a wild ass example of how shit, shit how shit can shift. Like we mm. literally went from like the stoner, like fucking back. Uh, what what is the weird ass weed movie like in the fifties that came out? It was oh, like, uh, Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. Oh, that is my shit. How they go? How did, <laughs> hey, how'd they go from Reefer Madness to like being in Colorado? <laughs> Hey, literally every fucking, every, it's worse, you see, you think McDonald's are around a lot, dude, you go to Colorado and it's literally a fucking dispensary every two buildings, like, mm. how does it go from reefer madness to that just because society says it, it's okay Damn. now, you know what I mean, the drug ain't changed one bit, it's society said, alright, this is cool now, if society were to be like, alright, fast food, not cool anymore, guess what, a lot of people, not gonna be as fat, that was what I was trying to say. I fucking okay. up a little bit. Yeah, I'm not a fan of like the really high potency of marijuana these days. That's that's actually when he was just saying that I do think it's changed. You know, I guess our parents' stories—they're always like, "Oh, we had this brick weed, and then we had this really fire, you know, Afghani." But it's like now, their fire is like nothing well, I mean, compared to the drugs know. are going to change. We but have, it, I just feel like it's not that the fucking it's not that the government society saying that it's okay now is what made the weed change. You know what I mean? Right, but they definitely took it more into consideration and, and uh, manipulated the plant itself, or, or just uh, they had more time and it was legal to play with it. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. definitely think it got stronger and or uh, definitely different or mutated at one point in time. Yeah, like if I ever get like really primo shit from my guy these days, like I can't handle it. Like there was one yeah, time that was all I stuff. I literally spark a blunt of, and I don't smoke anymore. <laughs> yeah, but uh, spark a blunt, you know, hit hit the thing twice, three times, and put that shit out because then you're feeling what you need to feel, and then mm. you're not just gonna take a nap or fucking eat everything in your kitchen. And be like, <laughs> Damn it! I just spent fifty on this fucking three five because it rolled some, it all up. <laughs> and then I ate my entire kitchen. I just spent fifty bucks on those four bags. Of hey, at least they didn't. At least they didn't put the mitts in the runs bag. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, hey, Iowa people just quit that. Shit. Hey, dude, seriously though, like, all right, but if you're gonna do that, at least don't sell it to homies. That's fucked up, dog. Like, dude, I know you gotta get your. You no, know that's not limoncello, dog. The lim- dude, like, Fucking oregano or whatever. Dude, some dude, I can't believe people still get stained with oregano. Like, that's some real chef. Like, in the last year, I've had like three different little homies say they got sold some fucking oregano in a bag. Damn, dude. Funny story, actually, real quick. So, yeah, go for it. I've actually pulled up to some Southside apartments. I'm not gonna like mention any names or be that. Yeah. Place. But uh, and I was buying some weed, and at the time I was like, yeah, I want a half. You know what I'm saying? And I go to get there, and he's like, yeah, uh, you know, everything's good. It's some gas. And then I look in the bag, and I'm looking at the bag, and I'm like, is there chives in here, bro? <laughs> and he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're, you're crazy if you think I'm buying this shit. And I shit you not, he goes in there, puts it in a different bag, 
takes the chives out of the bag, gets the bag wet, and then brings it back. I'm like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> Why are you telling me a weight you don't have? Like, if you don't have a half, tell me you have a 12.8, bro. We'll, we'll make something work. You know what Here's I'm saying? Here's the chives. God damn. That's yeah. fucking but yeah, ridiculous. So I didn't end up getting anything from him, and I just went home. And fucking, that was back when, that was like two years ago. So, I mean, it's it was when there was some gas gas everywhere, and it was mm. just cheap as shit. Like dude, two years ago was fucking ridiculous. Hey, free them C-block, man. That's the all price has gone <laughs> down <laughs> substantially. <laughs> um, shit, I'm thinking we should take a really quick break. Hydrate, maybe use the bathroom. Sure. Uh, we can come back to it. And you want to talk about spirituality, and yeah, I definitely sure, want that's to. That's a, that's a, a big, big take a break, drop yeah. the spirituality, I can get behind that notion. Yes, for sure. All right, All right. we'll be right back. I call him McAllister. Like, hey, I love that. Hey, you, dude, your your last name is fucking perfect for this. <laughs> Wait, is it McAllister? McAllister, yep. Hey, show's so called. Isn't that like show's called from McAllister Alps? Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is that sage? First time I've heard that. Is this sage? Yeah. Okay. Dude, it doesn't smell like sage. I was like, damn. I, you can burn some if you want. You can burn it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I blocked you. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Should have. <laughs> Are we rolling? Are we still rolling? We all good? They, does anybody need to use the restroom four star again? Oh, yeah, they do have to walk in front of it. You guys got pee? I think I'm cool. Cool. All right. That is incense. Yes. I need to get some more of that. Hmm? some incense? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, you can put it on the table if you want. Dude, I could get behind. Hey, if we're, hey, he said we're talking about spirituality. Go burn some incense, put it on the table. <laughs> he there we go. Getting the vibe going. Yes, sir. You can really talk about what kind it. of incense is it? <laughs> get spiritual. Oh, what kind? Spiritual. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I don't. Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? Uh, I don't even remember. Probably Walmart. Hey, fuck around here. Fuck Walmart. Here's what you do. You go to fucking. You go to one of the Asian stores. Like okay. I think Dra- a Double Dragon shut down or some shit. But there's like three different really busting Asian stores. Mm-hmm. Go to fucking dude. Their incense is insane. Like it's it's straight from China. Straight like actually actually oh, the damn. good Asian shit. India stuff's heat too. There's a. Ooh, that's busted. That's busted. Song of India or Star of India? I think it's Song. It's 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 my favorite one ever. Very clean smell. You should bring the mic closer or some shit. You're probably far. We yeah. Yeah, I know, but in. in <laughs> I mean, all right. We're back. We're back. <laughs> um, we were. We took a little break here and we were about to get into spirituality. Yes, spirituality. Spirituality. He said, I'm playing. A subject like, real, that. Real trash star shit, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, something that you really want to talk about, or yes, sir. Debbie, I would I, say it ties in heavy with the music shit. You know, I mean, okay. you're not gonna get nowhere. You're not gonna get nowhere in the music shit if you're just doing people wrong, unless you're doing people really wrong. <laughs> like, if you're just here's the thing: if you're not like actually, you either gotta be really good in the shit, like you gotta be very light, or you gotta be very dark in it, or you're not gonna get anywhere. In it. You know what I mean? And that's the same with like you can get, you can fucking, you can get all the six 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 posers. Look Dude, all the people for sure. <laughs> hey, hey, people really, people really Do they like. Even cast spells. No, no, they're <laughs> not. They're not wasted youth, fish. and they don't like the reason. Um, but here's the thing: 
I feel like when you're fucking, say you put like six 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 in your name, not not against shrimp. I fuck, I really like shrimp. Yeah, it, it's literally just as an example. Wait, you said Trump? Shrimp. shrimp oh you know, no, Trump. We can't talk about Trump. I was like, oh, I'm no, intrigued. What's that? No, yeah, <laughs> What's the connection there? Hey, I I got a digi dash exclusive. I got fucking pinky and Trump popping on it. You know what I mean? We're oh my god. So right. I'm sorry. Six 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 shrimp. Oh, not not him or specifically. What? Not what? shrimp specifically. Well, just no, like he's a cool guy, but we were just talking about the whole. Six, when six, you're putting six, like six six oh. six numbers at the end of names. Um, oh. Representation like Juice World had a nine 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 thing going on. We have to. Nine nine nine. Oh, okay. I see. That too. I see what you're saying. You know, I feel like a lot of people do that kind of shit, but don't even realize what they're doing by doing it. You know what I mean? They're gonna mm. put the six 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 on there, right? And just be like, I'm edgy. I'm, you know what I mean? Whatever. But they're not really realizing they're tying their music just on some dark shit. Kind of no like reason. guys who wear chokers, but they don't know why they're wearing the choker. They just wear them anyways. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, it'll, it'll break some ego thoughts. Hey, fuck you. I'll get, I'll get some rape bitches. Hey, I, hey, rape, hey, rape bitches break my fucking heart every time, bro. Rape yeah, bitches. Song about it. Hey, hey, dude, I dropped like three good songs from that shit, dog. I don't give a fuck. I'll get with another rave bitch and drop an EP next time. I don't care, bro. Well, then you'd be at least using your time wisely. I am still doing it. I'm using it wisely always. <laughs> no. But I feel like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I lost where we were talking. We You're talking about six 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 at the end of yeah, names, so like representation. Like same with nine nine nine, right? That's tying in with like some. I would say nine is like the unity, right? Let's look at let's say six, right? Six is dark, right? And then if, if there's dark here, it ties in with yin and yang. You know, what I mean, there's got to be light. So let's say three is the light, right? You get nine, and that's the unity of both of them. You know what I mean? But when you're like just throwing that 999 on your shit and not really knowing anything about it, what are you really doing? Say you're throwing the 666 on the shit and tying your shit in with dark energy for no reason. What are you really doing? You know what I mean? I just would really like to hear from people that do represent numbers and not know what, or at least I would like to know what the numbers mean to them. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. The numbers have always kind of like well, triggered, said, triggered me. Shrimp said that little the six protons. I think, I, think he's, I, I, think, I think he just said that so that it's, he's not tied in with the 666 dark guy anymore. Well, I think I don't think he really like was thinking about that when he went into it. That. It was just like... I, a way like to change it up honestly i don't know that's look that up fuck, what the nine with sharp heavy shrimp what nine 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 hey, means shrimp and bar, i'm curious y'all are the coolest people in des moines honestly i'm not gonna lie other than like i know it i know it six 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 do you guys know what that means nine oh, nine nine first well look up okay. look up look oh up it's the thing from the look Bible. up angel number all right so or what each angel number so each like triple numbers right say you know when you look at a clock right say it's one 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 a lot right you look at the clock you look you look at the clock like every day right and it, you keep seeing it at one 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 right yeah. so you're like shit what does that mean right you look it up type shit and each each of the like one one through nine right triple numbers all have different meanings and shit and there's other ones oh that's a good that's a, that might be a good picture there if we can get that yeah can you can you zoom into that is try to get one with a bigger but so you can read them there's also like numerology is what I'm really into okay. type shit. Like each of the numbers one through nine are pure numbers, right? So like any number okay. type shit. Like say you got twelve, oh. right? Twelve would turn into three. Like there's only one through nine pure numbers. Like you slow it down and tell them about hey, bud. vortex. Hey man. bud. Okay, so I mean no, 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 bud. that makes no. sense for Jews. We're doing point. You gotta get no, you don't gotta explain vortex math to explain vortex math. A little bit. Just explain vortex math. All right. Can you- <laughs> you guys were on he something completely word. different there for a minute. <laughs> um, but that 999 makes sense with juice. Kind of. 
you're being nudged to finish something. I don't know. But, that like, sounds so, like aspiring so and all that. Like, I don't when know. you look at the clock, right, and you see one, one, one a lot. Say you look at the clock like yeah. three days in a row, and you see one, one, one every time on the clock, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, fuck, what does that mean? So you look at that shit, right? And it's like a message. It's a message from your higher self type shit. And it's it's trying to fucking guide you. Like, here's here's why I look at it, right? When you see these numbers, say say you start seeing fucking 555 five, five a lot, right? Huge change up head, right? So that's a little heads up, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. It's a message from your higher self. And when you can actually, numbers don't ever lie to you. Even if you don't, even if you don't agree with what they're saying, or hmm. if you don't want to it's believe like it, they're placed there. You know what I'm saying? That's why I try not to get too. I try not to dive too deep in it because I don't really give a fuck what people think. But but when I see a number multiple times a day, I'm like, clearly, I'm supposed to listen to this number. You know what I'm saying? You don't wake up at 3:15 every day. You wake up at 3:14 every night. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll, that's you'll your number. That's when you wake up every night at 3:14. So you're like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? I should look into this. I should see what this means. You know what I'm saying? There's no coincidence. Like when you realize, like basically how I look at this, I look at especially this this dimension, right? This this universe, whatever, right? It's all it's all a game, pretty much. And when you can learn the rules of the game, you can start playing it like a game. You know what I mean? So like the rules that I've learned from doing a lot of psychedelics and experiencing things, because all everything I've learned has been through experiencing it myself or hearing from somebody who I trust experience. You know what I mean? So like the rules pretty much are that if you do good like good shit's gonna come to you if you put out positivity into the world put out love into the world you're gonna get it back it might be hard sometimes like when you when you get down and out say you've been doing good for a minute and then shit starts getting real tough you're like what the fuck i've been doing good why is this happening all that shit's a test to see if you're gonna push through and keep doing good or if you're gonna fold and be like damn i'm upset i'm gonna go do something bad to somebody else because i'm upset and see those people that do the bad shit when they get upset say they're like the same people who hate on you when you're getting up, you know what I mean? When you're getting mm-hmm. some numbers and they're like, I'm not getting numbers, I want to drag you down. Then people, until they stop dragging other people down, they're never going to get up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't, you don't see me on nobody's post talking shit anymore. Like, definitely at the start, I would do that dumb shit and I wasn't getting nowhere. You know what I mean? The shit's dead. When I started actually, like, showing love and, like, sh- supporting people and, like, putting good energy out and shit, I started getting it back. My numbers really started growing and shit. Like, it's not... You, like with putting shit out in spirituality like giving out good energy and that shit it's not going to be in, like gratification instantly you know what i mean like you can drag somebody down and that might piss them off instantly but if you're trying to build up some shit you're trying to give positivity out might not come back to you instantly but you got to have that faith that it's going to come back you to you at have some the point eye to be able to see that you know what i'm saying if you hold the door for five people you have to just be thankful when somebody holds the door for you you know what i'm saying because it's not always like that i've had the door slammed on me i've had people act mm. like they don't see me there you just got to have the eye open for blessings because there's honestly a lot more blessings than there is Fucker, you, you can't you can't ever expect a lot of things, things and that do could happen slightly different to make your day a lot worse. And when people set the world up and your future up for making things just slightly easier for you, you know, whether it's a fucking your teacher passes out pencils and yours happens to have an eraser on it. You know what I'm saying? The, the smallest fucking shit like that matters and points me and guides my direction into uh, helping people have that same easy just have shit lined up for them, you know what I'm saying? Have it have it to where they don't have to deal with it or struggle in whatever it is that they're trying to do. I feel so like when sense. you start getting, like, negative shit happening, you say you lose your job, say you get a bunch of bullshit going down, right? Instead of being just like, damn, the world's playing me wrong, like, what? It's, it's, it's sorry me, you know what I mean? You gotta look at yourself, and you gotta take, like, a retrospective look and see, like, damn, what am I doing to deserve this, you know what I mean? Because it's never, like, 
you're never the only one feeling how you're feeling. You're never the only one who's sad. You're never the only one getting some bullshit happening to you. You know what I mean? There's a reason everything happens. Everything in this world goes down for a reason. Like, that's why there's no coincidences. That's why you see that number mm -hmm. all the time. Because it happens <clears throat> for a reason. It's trying to tell you something. That, I mean, I don't know. Just for, you know, for me, I guess personally, I would see that more of like a coincidence than anything with numbers. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I uh, Do you believe in coincidence? I mean, like, I guess I don't think there's, like, any kind of meaning behind coincidence. I think coincidences, coincidences happen. I think I mean, you can look too deep into it and make that. Like, here's the thing. You can say, you can see that 111 at 111 mm. every day, right, for a week straight. And then you can be like, oh, 111 here, 111 there. What should all mean? That's when you're, that's when the coincidences are just bullshit and you're going crazy. But when you know, like, that, it's about trusting yourself, honestly. Yeah. Like, if you don't trust yourself, it's going to be hard to fucking believe that some that you're more than fucking just here. But all of us are more than here. And when you can realize, like, you have a higher self, you got people, not people, but you got entities out of this dimension that are looking over you and you got somewhere that you're supposed to be. You got a goal, a destination here with reincarnation. Like, you keep coming back here until you reach your goal. You're going to keep, you might die in this life. You might not ever be able to realize that the numbers are trying to tell you something, right? But then three lives down the line, when you're actually ready to grow, and that's, we all grow at different points. You know what I mean? You can't force somebody to get into spirituality before they're ready because we all got a different destination and a different path. But in the end, it always comes down to that, in my opinion. That's how you get, when you want to go on to the next game after this video game, when you want to go on to the next level, you start listening to the numbers and you start fucking getting out of here. Because that's the shit, like, trusting yourself, it's all feeling there. You know what I mean? Out of the rat race, out of what everybody else is doing. And it's such a big distraction to a lot of people. And like he was saying, it's you don't get one lifetime, in my opinion, to, to figure all this shit out. That's, that's why, hmm. as a human species, we're all still here. We're all pretty much chilling. We've progressed. We've degressed on a lot of things. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, like Also, like he said, I think that you can eventually either get somewhere or someplace that's like this. Or let's say let's say you just get so far, uh, you do good things your whole life, and you do die, and you come back. Well, maybe your life's going to be better. Maybe you're going to have more of an influence. Maybe you're going to be a stronger being. Um, or who's to say there isn't a place that we can go to and fucking vibe out with a bunch of people we love and uh, meet new people, new entities, new animals. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just pre pre prefer, I'd like to not believe that it's just some black space you go to. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I feel hard, like it's hard for me to believe. It is, it is a black space, but so, it's what you can create. So, sorry, slow down. So, <laughs> I'm just trying to kind of figure out what yeah, so so what like what what do you guys believe then i guess like i pick up hints of reincarnation so, and buddhism it's, uh, a, it's a little i would say definitely far from like catholicism and like christianity they definitely mm -hmm. you can take things christianity specifically you can take things from like there's a lot of good teachings in there but it's a lot about like what you make of it you know what i mean it's it's like gives you a basis of how you're supposed to live to be a good person or whatever but all the stories and that never really happened it's just like a moral of the story then Catholicism is really just based on evil. Like it's 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 functional. Hmm. You know what I mean? And then uh Taoism Taoism I guess is what most aligns with what I believe, Taoism and Buddhism. But I wouldn't say hmm. like I'm a Buddhist or a Taoist or whatever. I would just say I take teachings from them and apply it to my life. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not any religion or anything, I'm just me. You know so I mean? very free formed. What about you? Or who were the people that, you know, created the religion? Because, like, I grew up hmm. I grew up Christian, and then I kind of branched out into, like, Buddhism. And then just straight up kind of like, yeah, like you said, a free base or just kind of a free mind. And then you think about it, and as long as you're doing good for the world, I don't think that you're wrong by any means. You know what I'm saying? If you're helping yourself, helping your family, helping people, it's very, very hard <coughs> for me to believe that I'm going to go rot somewhere or burn, burn alive because I'm not believing in a certain person. 
Um, and I, no, I definitely I, feel yeah. like you can make your own religion. I think that's a thing. I think along the lines of my lifetime, this lifetime, I'll, I'll write a book of some sort that just gives people the right guide. Or I, don't, I probably won't even have a name on, on it as of now, but um, it's pretty easy to like understand life without being so overwhelmed on questions like, why the fuck are we here? Uh, what do I do? You know. Um, I just made a quote the other day. It was like, all all fear is is when you overthink when you overthink on a mystery. You know, there's so many mysteries you can ask. Why why are we here? Why are we here? And you're trying to figure it out. Well, that's going to cause you to fear why you're here, or maybe fear uh, the wrath of somebody. Fear of not finding out why you're here. Any any mystery you get into, if you don't understand it to the fullest, and you keep asking the same question, you're going to start to either panic or lose your mind trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. You can do that shit. Same thing with the numbers. You know what I'm saying? If you're like one 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 one, you know what I mean. Same you can you can lose your mind. You can lose your mind to it, but you can also take a piece of it. Like I take a piece of Taoism and benefit my life. With it. I'm not I'm not not everything's the numbers. You know what I mean? But when I know that it is the numbers, I'm gonna listen to the numbers. Just like when I see that I gotta change, I gotta make a change, or my life's gonna be in a bad position. I'm gonna listen to that. You know what I mean? I I don't think I guess our thoughts do come from ourselves, but I feel like we pull our thoughts out of like a higher space of consciousness. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, have you ever heard of the mastermind concept? No, I'm not Basically, familiar. it's like, say you're having a conversation with somebody, right? You okay. two putting your minds together creates a third mind to pull ideas from type shit. You bouncing ideas off of each other, you're going to think of ideas that you would have never thought of just by thinking of them yourselves, like, either way. Like, you think of them solo, he thinks of them solo. You're never going to have the same ideas as that third mind when you put them together type shit. I feel like that's where, like consciousness can come from that's where our thoughts like our genius ideas and shit that's like a blessing you know what i mean you got to realize that that's a blessing i agree with that and that even ties back to uh music and groups of people exactly more concepts more more uh perception you know more perspective saying it's you get new ideas you get new criticism and you can combine energy to figure out shit that people haven't thought about. I think the mind definitely works. Think about how big that. Think about how big that that third mind would get, right? If you take eight minds and put it together, you know what I mean? Like that, that's why that's what I mean by combining the energy and shit. You ever seen like yeah. meditations of uh, world peace? People that are in like uh, trying to think of where where this video I saw was. Like Bakara, kind of like the old like tribes. They and they're literally just hoping for world peace. I'm pretty sure they actually there was a day that no one got murdered in the entire world. Um, I Whoa. don't fact check that, but um, <laughs> something along those lines is that the the crime rate or or uh, brutality rate is a good word for it. Uh, was like at an all time low at the time. I think over millions of people were all meditating on on peace well i mean even hmm. fucking the cia if you want to get like believe it believe it or not believe it or like trust government whatever cia just released a bunch of documents talking about how fucking like you can re- you can reach a higher state of consciousness and that there is other dimensions through three different forms of like meditation and shit like yoga meditation kundalini yoga like the cia literally just released shit saying that that's true you know what i mean so like Wait, that what's true, sorry? That there's other dimensions and that you can reach them through states of meditation and shit. The proof of energy or or the fact that energy is a valid source. I guess I don't understand how the CIA would not like, release that. Okay, so you, you know who Nikola Tesla is? Yeah, I'm, yeah. All right, so familiar. basically, Nikola Tesla, right? You want to look that up, Molly? When he, was, when he was like 90 years old, right, he was chilling in a hotel, right? And he was living in this hotel for like 20 years before. He was broke as shit and... After doing, because Nikola Tesla was the one who really figured out about energy and all sorts of like fucking, 
he was the one who created every kind of wave, pretty much like microwave, fucking television, all or not television, radio waves, and that kind of shit. Like, and then when he was like 90 years old, they, he apparently he killed himself or died of fucking old age or some shit. But he got murked. Like, CIA went and killed him and then confiscated a bunch of his documents and shit. And they're just now basically releasing the kind of shit that he found. Let's say 2000. Here, go back to that. It had the PDF. It'll be C, uh, CIA as well. Oh, it costs yeah, money? Oh, they're taxing, Are you bud. kidding me? Hey. Hey, hey, you can give me $20 and I'll explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm. we'll if I can pull phones out to tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Fucking government. Sorry. No, but, but, like, that's just a little proof of, like, fucking, like, government saying shit true or whatever. If, like, it's hard to believe just a random person saying the shit, but when, like, big government, whatever, saying it, you know what I mean? It's a little bit easier to believe. Like everything I'm saying. Really, I, I feel well, like it's the opposite. It could definitely be both ways—a distraction from something or throwing you off of a, astral a projection. Hey, that astral projection one is crazy as well. The, the astral projection caper one by the CIA. About the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I'm afraid to pay for it again. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But that shit's wild. To, yeah, they're trying to tax people to read documents. That's so stupid. But see, basically, I mean, a lot of this shit that they're releasing is all from Tesla, right? They, when Tesla apparently killed himself or died, died in his sleep or whatever, right? Fucking CIA murdered. Pretty much. And they got all of his documents and shit, and they're just now, like, they studied it. They, they did their own little research on the shit that he figured out, and now they're releasing it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it already happened to Tesla before, like, when Edison, you know you know how Edison oh. created the light bulb or whatever, right? Where they got a bunch of shit marked out. See, I was fucking with these when they were on the deep web and shit before all this shit came out. Like, I was really, I was deep into, like, deep web, like, fucking classified documents and all the bullshit, like... I originally start. I originally started like DDoS and pedophiles and shit on there. Damn. I guess I'm trying to figure out like <clears throat> how that's like the CIA giving out evidence. It kind of the seems CIA like literally released documents. Well, yeah, but like I guess I'm just questioning the legitimacy of the documents. I guess. Well, they're on CIA.gov. No, I understand that, but I mean that doesn't mean that it's. I guess it just I helps mean, people that are trying to awaken people or believe in this movement. Um, as act, as an activist, I feel like it helps people, kind of like the Bible. The Bible is definitely regular, regularized in society and through government. That's why on our currency it says, in God we trust. You know what I'm saying? So if we have some of the government, whether it's the DEA, the CIA, nobody gives a fuck. They have a badge and they have a website and a .gov. And if they're saying stuff about it, then people are going to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to look into this because it's, it's a higher power. It's my higher power. It's, it's who they think is running shit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like a more comforting, like, just like when fucking government said, all right, weed cool now. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, all right, weed cool now. They say, all right, astral projection real now. Everybody like, all right, astral projection real now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of seems like a dance to me. I don't know. I mean, I'm a little skeptical. I will say for sure you gotta you gotta do your own research into it to like you get true. If, if you experience, you know, that's, that's, that's true. What I mean. It's all about experience. If I I would say like two years ago, even a year ago, almost like I would I would have been in the same boat with you. You know hmm. what I mean? But like it's about experience and the shit. When you experience it, when you experience shit that's undeniable, you can't just say it's a coincidence when you know it's not. So let's get into that a little bit. You were talking about uh, ego, like you experience ego death essentially. For sure. Uh, I know you didn't want to talk about that too much, but no, I mean, might as well cool. get I'm into it. I'm not talking about that. I just meant other yeah. kind of illicit activities. I'm not stressing about like drug use or anything like that. Okay, I really, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, I've done. I would say I've done a lot of psychedelics. I've done pretty much every drug other than fucking 
like heroin and crack type shit. That's good. That's um, good not to do that. Maybe maybe a little heroin and some ecstasy, but not not ever in test. I've never done meth like just straight smoked a bowl of meth. But I mean, I've done meth and ecstasy and shit. That's how it happens, bud. Fucking tweet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like I'm, I would never intentionally do meth. That shit's been deep in my family. Same with crack. Like, but um, I had. I was doing psychedelics for a fat minute, right? I was doing, like, it was still where I was doing acid. Like, I would pop, like, four tabs. I'd go, like, five tabs, six tabs, and then seven tabs over, like, three, four days, right? So you would go up, like, two tabs every day so that you could keep tripping. Because acid tolerance... <laughs> now, acid tolerance gets retarded, right? Yeah, so I can imagine. Like so Holy fast, shit. Bro, so fast. And, like, basically, I, I realized I was doing acid for the wrong reason. I was doing it to get high. Because, like, I started doing drugs. I was just smoking weed. You know what I mean? And I was like, fuck, dude. Weed, I'm not getting high. I'm not getting high enough anymore. And that's when I really had some like tough shit going on in my life, like first heartbreak and that kind of shit. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck it, I'm doing some cocaine, right? And so I started fucking with the cocaine, and uh, like then I got in the psychedelics. Like I never really, it literally, it went from like weed. I mean, I did Xanax, but like that was really just like I don't even, I don't even talk about that shit. That was just fuck shit. Fuck boy face for sure. Yeah, dude, Xanax. Xanax hey, yeah, thing, all fuck. downers. Hey, fuck downers. Fuck perks. If you do perks, you're a retard. If you do fucking Xanax, you're a double retard. All right, like, here's the thing. I fuck with downers heavy because I really started, I, I was making music heavy, right? So I was just like, I was sniffing cocaine, doing ecstasy heavy, fucking making a bunch of music and shit. And that's how I was on the grind so crazy, I'm not going to lie. Especially back when I was like, back in like fucking, uh, when I first doing the Miss page and shit, I was grinding heavy, but it was definitely drug-fueled and shit. And it was like, I, I started popping the acid heavy, you know what I mean? And I was doing the acid like I was doing the coke, just doing it to get high, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's just whack. Like you're not you're not getting anything. I I'd, I'd had some like crazy experiences on the acid where it was spiritual, but it, I was doing it too much. You know what I mean? Like and so I, I started taking breaks from it, and I would do acid like maybe I think when I had that ego death, it was on this two twenty UG tab. Um, it was it was on one tab. You had ego death. Two twenty UG, so it was like two tabs. Oh okay, right? still. But, that's but it's it's the purest shit. It, I'm, I'm not a speak on or anything, but it's it's very very pure. It's ninety nine point three percent pure. Like the strain of it is Dr. Seuss 3.0. It's some wild shit, but but I, I popped one of those after not doing acid for like two weeks, right? And I definitely think that the ego death was inspired from being uncomfortable, like, but not in a bad way. Like, when you have a bad trip, I would say those are the best trips because you're going to learn the most from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even like the term bad trip. Uh, for, oh, dude, someone you spazzed for that one. Um, yeah, yeah it's or, uncomfortable. Yep, what it Duncan was for me that. was I took off my shirt, and I was a lot heavier at the time. I was like fucking 220, right? I'm mm -hmm. not, dude, I, I was losing hella weight. I've been getting good on the shits. But I was like 220, right? Biggest I've ever been. And I took off my shirt, right? And it made me very comfortable in my body and shit. But that's what gave me the ego death was because it, it made me uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So I think like, uh, and I've had experiences like that with other people where I wasn't having ego death, but they were. And it was stemmed from them being uncomfortable, but not necessarily in a bad way, like in a growing way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. So, sorry, go ahead. It's actually been proven when it comes to tripping. Uh, you, you get the sensation of when you have just a regular trip or a good trip, let's say, um, that you did learn something, but you, you're not really sure what you learn. And psychi psychi psychiatric? Psychiatric, Psych yeah. Psychiatrists. Psychiatrists have literally proven that having a bad trip is the only way you can actually take something from that realm or that feeling and use it in this world. Mm. Or the, this... Uh, even your person or your personality or, or the change and that's a lot of the time when you have ego deaths or fucking you forget how to walk the same or you're questioning what you're going to say the next sentence all, all sorts of shit I've, I've had some wild uh, encounters and experiences with psychedelics as well 
I would say doing DMT is really when I started opening my mind up about like how you can use psychedelics for more than just getting high and shit. Like DMT really just, it shows you what you can really benefit from psychedelics. Your first time doing DMT, you might not blast through or whatever, but when you really go into a DMT trip and you're like, say you're asking a question, right? And the whole point of you doing that DMT is so that you get this question answered and then you get the question answered, you're like, damn, I can really do that with psychedelics. You know what I mean? Yeah. The uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've always wanted to take DMT. Like until recently, I've had like uh, until I had like my really bad trip experience. I've kind of been iffy about even trying psychedelics in general. But sure, you got to be in a strong headspace to do it. Yeah, exactly. I think I well, I don't know. I think it, you it's get benefits out of doing it when you're down as fuck. But for your first time, you want to be in a good headspace. You don't you don't want to be on any drugs. Like you don't want to be you don't even want to be really doing nicotine or anything. Um, mixing a little mm. bit of alcohol like a shot or some shit with it is busting it like brings down like the uncomfortability or not necessarily uncomfortability but like the anxiety about going into it and that kind of shit doing it for your first time like mm. a shot of alcohol helps with it like the Egyptians like they used to mix they used to mix a uh, fucking wine and blue lotus and mix like psychedelics and that kind of shit with a little bit of alcohol to like make it easier to transition into that damn would you ever take like ayahuasca or I was actually getting color? ready to get into that when you mm. start talking about um you're not Egyptian. supposed to be doing drugs with with a lot of psychedelics because it can fuck with the receptors and, and you're what it's supposed to be doing is you're adding shit into what it's what it's like putting a fucking dog on a railroad track. That dog's not there when you're on that train, but you put a dog there, you're running over this train. It's a different path. It's a different train that your mind takes, and you're adding on uh, new elements for shit to get in the way or new thought patterns, new thought paths even. And uh, with ayahuasca, like if you go on a journey or what is it? Uh, it's not a tour, uh, guided, uh, guided, guided trip. Guided trip. Uh, mm. They have them out there for tourists in like Peru, I want to say, uh, a few different other places, and they'll they'll put you on a certain diet for like a week, and I want to say one one or two of the days you're fasting majority of the time, and uh, mm. there's no other drugs that they really ever mix that shit with, and that's that's definitely been an interest for me. I would love to try ayahuasca. For sure, same here, but I wouldn't want to do it unless it's in a tribal experience. Like, unless I'm guided with the shit, same with, like, peyote, I wouldn't want to ever do that shit. And, like, solo, dolo, like, doing it like I would do DMT, you know what I mean? I have heard some, uh, um, some of those shaman, or what, the shaman, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I have heard, like, um, you know, and not to say it's about everyone, but I have heard, like, some of them kind of use that as, like, a manipulation tool. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Aztecs, uh, for instance. That's how that whole thing was, like. I've definitely how, seen people get manipulated by psychedelics and yeah. that shit. I don't know. You can Meryl do Manson, it. all that. You can, you, do it with posi- you can do it with positive intention. There's, there's, it's all intention-based, but you can definitely do some fuck shit on psychedelics to people. Same, you yeah. can do some really good shit to psych- with psychedelics. With people. And mind you, you're out of like the country. If they want to cut you up and take your organs, oh, yeah, you're you done, wake bro. up with no organs. That's not you don't wake up. That's you don't wake up. Oh, they don't they just take the heart. kidney, though. They, they take everything. You think they're letting your fucking body go to waste? No, sir. They got something out of it, and you spent money to get there. Yeah, but, dude, they can get some more out of it. You think the fucking Indians ever left nothing? No, sir. They were making shit out of the bones. Like, dude, they're serious about it down there. Use the animal grease to build the pyramids? No, I'm playing. No. (laughs) (laughs) Use the fucking tourists to build the pyramids. So I guess what would you say is your, do you have, like, a, I don't know if you guys, yeah, still trip or whatever, but like, what's your like favorite psychedelic or go-to psychedelic? Oh, dude, I love Azul. I'm not gonna lie. Have to give that that one to DMT. I Damn. Like. Well, I don't even put it really That's in intense. the same. I, I would say when I'm taking that, I'm, when you say like favorite psychedelic, we're talking like salvia, like fucking acid, like shroomies type shit. I don't even think DMT is in the same level. 
Like, it's it's completely different. You can't compare them at all. Like, you compare acid and shrooms type shit. But mm. I would say I love I love acid, like, as my favorite, like, recreational or, like, at, not as intense psychedelic. I would never do salvia recreationally. I've only done salvia one time, but fuck salvia. Um, but, like, DMT, like, yeah, I, wouldn't, I would never, like, really... It's a psychedelic for sure, but it's something way more than that. You know what I mean? Mm. You can definitely tell uh, when you first do DMT if you get where you're supposed to go. Some people kind of just get a glimpse, and they're like, ooh, that was scary, or I feel weird now. Um, but when you get where you're supposed to go or you see some of the shit you are supposed to see, you, you can almost get this feeling that you know it has a deeper purpose. It's not all just in your head and that you get to see something either from another dimension or another life. Um, and I think that's what honestly helps people break from their uh, patterns of religion, of uh, other certain beliefs. I think it really opens your mind to a lot of shit. And, mm. uh, makes you ask the right questions. Doesn't really so much give you bunch of answers like um religion religion claims to do um just makes you ask the right questions on like hey what should i be doing where should i be at and then suddenly you can ask a lot of the psychedelics or yourself uh what you should be doing where you should be what 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 you need to work on and then that's in my opinion what all psychedelics are for is just the outside perspective to see yourself to see yourself and how to how to change shit how to get out of certain situations how to find a solution yeah, I would definitely agree that <clears throat> psychedelics can help reset your frame. I guess completely rewire your brain. Yeah, I guess where you same with MDMA. I guess I would consider uh, MDMA a psychedelic as well. You know hmm. what I mean? I've never yeah. fucked with MDMA. I, I've yeah. heard that. I don't know how you guys feel about this. Maybe you guys uh, are proponents of Molly. Um, <clears throat> I've always heard that there's like a there can be issue with mood. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think psychedelics. There's always going to be an issue of mood. Like you're, at, uh, especially on acid or shrooms, dude. Like you get put in a bad mood. And that's a whole trip. I mean, you can get put in a bad Molly trip, but it's not really like that. Like you're, you're going to be busting off the Molly. You're going to be having a fucking great time. Way. It's hard to have experiences from Molly. But it's a lot harder to have a bad experience on Molly than it is on psychedelic. Or on, I guess on like acid or shrooms. I guess I mean like the days leading after the trip. Like you can. Oh, dude, like, yeah, people like, can experience a lot. Sickness, for sure. Especially on ecstasy. Ecstasy yeah, and yeah. Molly. The first time that I got into that. I was like, uh, I was drained for like two or three days after. I, I had these single stack ecstasy pills, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I ate probably, this was like last year sometime, and I ate probably like 20 of them in a, like eight hour span, and I didn't want to come down, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, ended up sleeping for a solid like 12 hours uh, after everything was, after I was done rolling my dick off. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I just remember waking up and I'm just like, this is bullshit. Like, I, I felt so down and drained of every chemical in my brain uh, to where it was hard to crack a smile and hard to even think about progressing in life in general. And uh, three days went by and I was feeling better. Got to work <coughs> out and try, trying to eat and write and uh, getting my brain to uh, re-stabilize re itself. I really, uh, yeah, with ICC, I really started realizing it was an issue when, like, I did a fucking, I did, like, 11 triple stacks in, like, a day. So that's like 30 singles type shit. And they were fucking, I would say probably like three, four of them were meth. <coughs> like five, six of them were straight MDMA and like a couple of them were heavy, like fucking either a little bit of heroin, a little bit of coke, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Shit's in the ecstasy, but if you're popping X, you're popping everything. Like that's what it happens. Like, damn. But I did, I did like 11 of those bitches, right? And I could not sleep that night. I literally like laid in bed for like six hours, right? And just listened to my heart go like, like, it was fucking ridiculous, dog. Dude, hey, he was fat. He's like, 
like dude, my heart was not stopping but well i was i would hope it wasn't stopping but i dude it did stop a couple times I'm not gonna lie like when your heart skips a beat especially when it's going like that fast and then you're like oh shit what happened i, I was that was they were supposed to keep going fast but like i literally went to school the next day and i just felt like shit but i was i was still busting like fucking ceiling in the school started like it looked like it was coming down and shit like i was rolling dick off the molly but I started realizing it was an issue there because, like, the next couple, I would say, like, three, four days, shit just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Shit yeah. was off as fuck. Like, it definitely, if you do ecstasy, even, like, any upper, honestly, that much, like, it's going to give you serotonin sickness at some point. And that, when it when it gets serious about the serotonin sickness is basically, like, all this, you know what serotonin is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, like, you, your serotonin gets drained, so your brain can't even produce, like, mm-hmm. enough serotonin to make you feel the normal happy. So what I was doing is I was like doing the drugs to get to the normal limit, like where you're you're not even like happy, you're just like chilling, you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. Like my serotonin would be so low that I couldn't even get to that level. I was just depressed as shit, and so I'd do the drugs to get to like all right level. Normal feeling. Just play with the uh, receptors of your serotonin just to be like, okay, I'm happy. I can see mm-hmm. the good in something. And Damn. It's a dangerous spot to be. I would definitely say that kind of goes and ties in with like chasing highs almost. Like, yeah, oh, definitely. Stuck on certain drugs definitely. Trying to get back to where you were, even though you're never actually going to get back to where you were on any drugs, and you're chasing something that's no longer there. Yeah, exactly. People need to remember like different drugs act differently for different people. You know, drugs are, drugs are a great tool, but you can also overuse the tool and you can turn them into where it's a habit and it's an addiction, not a tool. Like, I would say uppers, fuck downers, downers aren't really a tool at all, fuck downers, um, fuck perks, fuck zans. Um, but uppers like cocaine, ecstasy, they can be definitely used to make fucking banging ass music. You can use them, right? But that's when you're using it, you're doing it like, you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have a good time tonight, like one night out of the month where you pop an X pill and you make a bunch of music and you have a good time. But that has to be the one night a month. You can't have that one night a month every night. You know what I mean? Right, as soon as you start to rely on anything, you're straying away from yourself you're straying away from the purity of um the art of, ev- of everything you know what i'm saying if you're relying on a pill to do it then you're not really shit if i take your pills away from you you're gonna retire you know what i'm saying you're yeah gonna stop drawing you're gonna and uh and then when it comes to psychedelics uh when i was saying like you'll never get to the point you were i think a lot of people hmm. do have bad trips they're trying to either remember something that they used to do in a certain way or uh used to st- uh, say I guess or almost they like di- to, they try to diagnose themselves and see if they're different or they feel so different mm-hmm. to where they're like why am I not the same and that's when they start freaking out and use they're their, scared of change you know what I mean but like change is good treadmill. they start exhausting themselves and that's when you're actually doing damage to your mental and your body you ever been mm-hmm. stuck in ass or a psychedelic loop where you're just stuck in a thought loop or stuck in an action loop or some shit and you keep doing the same shit over and over no uh, well, I, it's, it's pretty common, um, fucking, like, especially on acid, I would say, like, it's like, you say, like, a bad trip, a lot of the time it's started, well, I would say, honestly, you probably have been stuck in a loop, or at least Well, okay, like, I guess, like, the first time I tripped, I had, I think everybody kind of has to get, or not everybody, it's, people can get into the thought loop, or, like, they don't think it's gonna end. Oh, yeah, that's the that's I guess the I kind of got into that's that. The, that's the best example. Yeah, oh, yep, okay, so yeah, I, I know what you're saying, then. That's, how you, that's a lot of the time what gets led into a bad trip, because you start exhausting your mind. Yeah. Like, you're constantly thinking yep. that, like... Five minutes, feels like an hour, and you start, like, freaking the fuck yeah, out. And yeah, and then you're like, when is this going to end? And it's like, that ten minutes, two hours, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. But I, I guess I never really had the issue about, like, when is it going to end? It was more of, like being in uncomfortable situations on a psychedelic and it just making it worse you know what i mean 
Like I was, I always knew the drug was gonna end, and I always like, I've never really, I've never like OD'd heavy or anything like where I was like had to go to hospital or like was was not good type shit. I've always been able to handle my drugs type shit. I guess that's why I've been able to do like harder drugs and shit, and not necessarily have a bad experience with it because I always understood that it was a hard drug and you have to be you gotta be safe with them, bitches. You gotta dude. respect the drug. You gotta respect yeah. the drug. The drug will get your ass. Especially with psychedelics, you can kind of develop a respect. Uh, when when you do have your first bad trip, or you can understand that it's uh, farther than just your mind or your understanding, and that a lot of the psychedelics can't be used recreationally because you can hurt yourself. You know what I'm saying? Or you can put yourself mm. in a state of mind that you quote unquote don't come back from, or uh, you do get hospitalized. Yeah, I, I've had some pretty shitty experiences, but they're all learning experiences over time. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what people get stuck on is they they won't accept the fact they won't accept the change and it's fast change they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to be somebody they're not anymore and then I mean that's what growing is in general you get to forget pieces of yourself to remember new things and to learn new things hmm. and if your brain's got a bunch of bullshit from the past stuck in your fucking brain uh, what are you really learning what are you taking what do you remember now you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's true uh, not to be bold but like I guess you know you're kind of young you have a lot of stories for you know 17 I, I'm I'm kind of surprised do you ever wonder if like, there's going to be any like long term effects for you with oh, all dude, this I'm already there's already retarded there's already <laughs> hey, there's already the effects a little bit I'm not going to lie like that's I don't, I I do I do do still heart Jesus Christ you do do yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, you got my ass right like, no nah, I still do hard drugs and shit like, but very, like, I do them a lot more safe. Like, I would say last summer I was wilding out. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> like, but I'm, I don't know. I do it a lot safer and I don't do it. I would never say I'm addicted to drugs as of now or anything. I've definitely had, like, times where I would say I'm addicted to shit. But, like, I'm very safe about the shit. And I don't, I know I don't need it or anything now. Like, even mm-hmm. with smoking weed, I don't do it very much. Like, I try to keep my mind pretty clear. But, I guess, I I don't know, when I would turn, like, 14, 15, I really, like, I started living fast, I guess, I don't know, when, with the music shit, I know this is what I want, type shit, so, I'm not gonna, like, fucking put my life on hold, like, I'm not gonna live for somebody else, type shit, I'm gonna do what I want, I guess, but it's not, like, I gotta live this shit, you know what I mean, I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about what I actually do, like, you can believe me or not, but, like, all this shit I say, I've always, I've experienced, you know what I mean, so it's, like, I'm glad I experienced it, and I'm glad I experienced it when I did, but it's not for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, a lot they either don't know how to tell the story, or they're trying to make something out of something it's not. For um, sure. Or a lot of artists that get writer's block are just stuck on certain mm. things, or figure out that they're making repetitive art. Well, sometimes you have to get off the couch and actually go find something to talk about. If you're seeing the same uh, thing yeah. every day for a month, you're going to rap about the same thing every day for a month. <laughs> before you go outside, you go on an adventure, you're going to learn about some new shit. Before I started uh, going by Love Unity and shit, I was I took like a month and a half break from making music. I kind of forgot how to make music type shit. It was weird. Like, I forgot that I could use it as an outlet, and I was just, mm-hmm. I, was, I was fucking off not doing what I was supposed to be type shit. And then, uh, like, when I started, when I came back to music, like, I really had a crazy, like, it was a complete different mindset. Like taking that little break and like really living life and experiencing the shit that I had to experience, like made my music so much better. Like it's so much realer. Like, I don't know. When your music's actually fucking what you're talking about, like when you're when you're really doing what you're saying or like you trying to shit. They, what is quote I live by, I wanna get it tatted on my arm right here is what is real will prosper. Fucking X said that right when he got out of uh jail the first time when he uh fucking uh it was on his first interview right when he got out of jail, he said what is real will prosper type shit and like I heard that when I was like 13 and ever since then I've wanted I've like lived by that type shit 
Like, being fake is what's dragging this world down. You know what I mean? If everybody just said how they really felt, there wouldn't be near as much issues. The drama wouldn't be, like, as close to what it is. You know what I mean? Everything's, like, people talking behind people's backs and bullshit, and I just can't fuck with that. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I respect that, definitely. Um, how's COVID affected you guys? Fucking, I, not at all. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. I said COVID's bullshit. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it. I mean, Italy already released the shit talking about how it's a bacterial infection and it's not even really a virus. So it's basically chemical warfare signed by the governments. Like Italy literally released a study saying it's not a virus. It's a or it's a fucking bacterial infection. Like she can fact check it. I'm serious. That's real facts. But but basically, COVID's bullshit. I feel like uh, masks are just show compliance. Like I don't know. I never. I mean, when you go to Walmart, you gotta wear a mask. But I don't ever wear a mask. Like I don't know. I just feel like. Yeah, I got bullshit. kicked out the other day. <laughs> uh, price chopper down the street. Some old lady who was not wearing a mask told me to leave, and then as I was leaving, another guy was leaving without was a mask. Wild. I was pissed. But yeah, I don't know. I just I don't really believe it. I mean, I obviously, and the United States has been in flood. There's a reason the United States is still like the leading in deaths, even though like places like fucking Netherlands and Italy literally have like 200 or 200 confirmed cases right now, right? The United States has like fifty five thousand or some shit. Yeah, like what it, yeah. What it is is that they're taking pneumonia deaths and they're taking like common flu influenza deaths and shit, and they're saying that it's COVID deaths. Only six percent of the last like, what you showed me some shit that was wild. Yeah, it said something like six percent of recorded or of deaths from COVID. There's only been six percent out of the listed deaths they have because all it does is magnify uh, a disease or an illness or a weakness in the body. Uh, basically, and then they'll die from that because it, it does magnify that. It'll kill them, and then they'll be like, oh, COVID did that. Even though this person yeah. had lung, uh, tuberculosis or fucking cystic fibrosis, well, they don't it's care cool. because he had COVID. You know what I, I mean? feel like yeah. also it's, it's a play at fucking covering up the Jeffrey Epstein shit. Let's be real here, bud. Hmm. Right when COVID started popping off, but Hey, dude, hey. That, <laughs> We're getting deep. No, dude, look, you know, dude, literally just seen some shit yesterday, right? And it's fucking on Facebook, right? You search this. Sorry, one sec. Molly, did you find that? Yeah. No, okay. Sorry. Look up Go Italy. Look up, look up Italy shit. That's what released it. But here's the thing. So fucking um, on Facebook, right? You search on this mm -hmm. keyword baguettes, right? And there's a bunch of fucking Indian children prostitutes. Damn. Um, like, all right, look, Jeffrey Epstein, literally, you know about the shits, right? Yeah, I've heard all right, that. Look, right when, he's, right when shit started popping off, bud, that's when fucking COVID started popping off. That's all I'm saying, bud. From the get, it's always felt like a cover-up for something. I've never quite understood what the whole, like, main plan was, but there's definitely been a lot of shit and a lot of chaos and a lot of crazy, sh like, controversial shit to happen uh, over this time span. I don't, I don't even... It definitely fucks up with my uh, concept of time. Um, mm. so definitely like I got hit with this emotion the other day where I was like when do I actually get to go places and not see people with masks on like, yeah go bowling or like when do I get to go do shit like I don't know it just felt like I was not spending my money with the right people because I couldn't it was no longer because it mm. wasn't my choice it was just like I felt like I needed to be able to have the freedom even though they don't really take a lot of shit from you like you can go eat at restaurants set a table away from somebody and well they just had the mandate like couple days ago in polk yeah i heard they closed the, the bars back down mm -hmm. so yep 
That's fucking wild. Yeah. The shit that's going on. Another crazy. thing is I've been on probation now for fucking seven months or so, and oh, damn. I haven't had to drop one time because of probation. You know, I've been being a good little boy, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get surprised. No drug use. It's just kind of goofy. He did, he like, did not participate in any drug use. No, no drug it was all activities. solo. That was all solo activity. Um, <laughs> I'm so serious. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, so I think it's kind of a weird play on the legal system in general. Like, if people aren't having to drop, if shit is, or uh, there, was a, there was a point in time where if you put, you, people weren't going to jail for the typical charges you would go to jail for because there were so many people in jail oh. and they didn't want COVID to spread around. Dude, cops jail. weren't even on the streets for a fat ass minute. Yeah. Like, shit's was, shit was running wild, but the feds were in town. Feds were taking care of them. So, in California and New York, um, to help with this COVID, they dropped the bond to zero <laughs> on like all these like fucking cases. So people would like get arrested. There was one guy who got arrested like three times in one day, That's and like ridiculous. just fucking you know bonded out. But he was not playing. Hey, he made bond. <laughs> <laughs> I am good. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Well, and you know, the whole, going back to the COVID, like the whole thing with that is uh, there's actually financial incentive. For these hospitals, like list of COVID yeah. death, they get like two and a half percent. That's why they're inflating more. That's why they're inflating the deaths and shit, dude. It all ties in, but that's all I'm saying. It makes too much yeah. sense. Big farmers always made. Fuck, money. fuck COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing no mask. Fuck all the bullshit. Fuck yeah. What happens when they have the Big vaccine and they pay. start requiring people to have the vaccine? That's why I'm fucking out of here. Dude, yeah, no, 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 no dude. That. I, hey, hey, to go back to school and shit, they're trying to make me get some fucking vaccines. I said no. I mean, I'm just going to do online school. I'm not going back to school. It's cool, but Damn. Like, they're trying to get the kids on the bullshit, dude. I'm serious. They're trying to give COVID vaccines in the school shit. I swear to God. Fuck COVID. Yeah. That's that's my point. I'm over it. It's always just seemed like a mind over matter thing. Like, if you're going to worry about and stress about uh, what could happen to you outside, you're not going to have a very good time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're exactly. Like a tumor in your brain spread into your toes. It might spread to your toes in a day, but if you're worried about, if you're thinking maybe, hey, this tumor in my brain is going to go away here in about a month, your fucking tumor might go away. If you're worried about getting COVID when you walk outside, shit, you might come down with the fucking flu and they might fucking write you down as another statistic. You yeah, sure. Yeah. That's a big fact. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I know at least for me personally, like there have been people that like I've lost connection with because they're like so fucking anxious and uptight about the goddamn COVID. Dude, hey, when bitches won't, they're like, hey, I'll link when COVID's over. I'm like, all right, we're not linking. <laughs> all right, <then."> never. <laughs> yeah, at this rate, God. Or the people who actually believe if everyone wore a mask for like 24 hours that COVID would just go away. Yeah, because that makes any sense. Because I'm pretty sure any bacterial or any sort of infection is gonna stay airborne. And then it's also going to stay. In Dude, it's like going to go in your eyes. It's going to go in your ears. It's not just the fucking mouth. Like, or yeah, can it be caught through the bloodstream? Like, is that a thing? I'm not sure. With open I'll wounds. bet. So why is oh, there I mean, probably. Why is there not fucking, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird little deal. It's bullshit. Honest. It's complete bullshit. Yeah. Well, and a big problem, too, is like, you know, it's hard to trust the information because it's like these government entities yeah. that have financial incentives. Exactly. And they've been telling us so much backwards you know uh contradicting information over the last however it's been five six months i think by now mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah i'm over it <laughs> i actually just saw a post i want to say it was israel i could be wrong um they were actually protesting covid Hell yeah. and i thought that was some pretty cool shit they're out hey, damn hey, a lot of israel italy they probably got the studies out but that's all i'm saying <laughs> Like, I guess there's just so much people can really take. I, it just all seems like a giant test of patience to me because everyone mm. wants... Oh, it's kind of tying back into psychedelics now for me. Everyone wants their old life back. Everyone wants it to go back how it was. But 
at the same time, are we even going to remember how everything was? Or is no. it ever going to be how no. it was? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, actually, if you guys think that, like, I don't know. I think we'll always see people wearing masks. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, COVID. cause a lot of younger people and older people to have uh, anxiety or social anxiety, uh, mm. in general, in my opinion. Because right now it's doing this little distancing shit. Well, okay, well, I like to talk to people. I like to get yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? The I'm impact like, in, like... Creating su- social anxiety. Yeah. Uh, suicides have, like, skyrocketed since oh, this whole thing started. Crime in general has... Yeah, like, yeah. Dude. Fuck, the last month, that's, like gone up that's what happens they don't talk about it when it's uh like there was a shooting i want to say right when all this shit happened a dude literally went to a quick trip and just started blowing people down that didn't have masks and nobody talks about it damn not not on the news and it just makes you wonder like how where else the the news is the media is so biased i mean it's it's obvious i think if people don't realize that you'll know what the fuck you don't you don't even know what's going on the news channel call it good news oh this cat got saved from this tree by des moines firefighters you don't hear good shit they feed you about five yep. bad things and two like neutral things and then you're like oh damn the world's a bad place i i, I need to protect myself i need to move out of my neighborhood like nobody ever actually watches the news and they're like that's good you know what I mean? <laughs> I, it, it's 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 sad. It's weird to me. Yeah, it's a hard balance because you want to stay informed, but like weather's all that I'll watch. I can't, I can't get into the news. Dude. I can't. That shit's depressing. I don't want to hear about everybody dying. I don't want to hear. Yeah. Sometimes you just got ignorance is bliss. Yeah, true. I mean, I don't know. I for me personally, like I come from like a very political background, so I always still try to like keep in tune with everything. Mm-hmm. But I also try to keep an open mind and realize that there is. I mean. The amount of bias that's everywhere is just ridiculous. I mean, sure. there are people that are saying, I think, you know, I think this does bring true. We are, in a way, like, in, like, a psychological civil war, mm-hmm. you know? It's really, you know, in this day and age, maybe we're not out on the streets with guns. We're just out with our social media Dude, and our phones and yeah, our that's what really killing matters. people mentally. Um, going back to what you're saying with, like, positivity and negativity, like, the 24 hours news cycle, like, negativity fucking keeps Bro. that thing spinning. And it's instant. You know what I mean? It's instant mm-hmm. gratification. It's, yep, that's exactly. That's source that people have to believe because it's someone above them or another thing that they're going to subconsciously take in and realize that uh, the news is bigger than them. Uh, mm-hmm. It's government, it's legal, it's federal, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So if they're saying a bunch of bad shit, then they're kind of hypnotizing the fucking general population to be fucking negative or have a shitty day. And me, I don't like to wake up and have a shitty day or For real. be around anybody that's going to fuck up my vibe in the first like hour of my day because that's when everything starts off you can wake up in the first hour and if you tell yourself you're having a fucking good day you're probably gonna have a good day yep you know what that's I'm saying? true there's gonna be some bumps in the road always but if you wake up fucking all sad and listening to fucking juice world and you know i was not into juice world for a hot minute but like recently i just, I, don't I fuck just with his message i don't fuck with peeps message People gotta have a right message. They're, leading, really they're leading the kids to nowhere. You know what I mean? They're leading so, them to the same exact path, in my opinion. Like uh, he's a very Juice World is a great example. He is one of the most talented talented artists we've seen in a minute. Uh, I think he did get slowly repetitive as he, as his career grew. His mm-hmm. career didn't last very long, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Is he's providing this uh, this false sense of like it's okay. And yep. then when he dies, it's just like, oh, the drugs shit, won't we, thought hurt it, you. we thought it was okay. Drugs won't you know hurt you, and then they murked you. All these kids that listen to Juice World uh, 
and they're like, damn, well, I don't have anybody to listen to or follow or tell me that it's okay. And then they, they, they go through the same shit, you know what I'm mm. saying, where they find another rapper to jump to, and then that one dies. You know, there's been peep, there's been so many rappers who try to switch it to positivity when they see it's a fucking dead end. Uh, X was a great example. X was a, a big-ass piece of shit, um, garbage human being, and then towards the end, he realized that if he doesn't fucking take care of some shit and do some love for the world, do some great for the world, that he, he's... He's not going to see what he wants to see. That's and I don't know if he got to see what he got to see, but I think he, he gave a better message than a lot of these artists that did die. He probably said what he had to do and did what he did. Damn. <laughs> One that hit <laughs> that me hard mean? was uh, Mac Miller. Yeah. I remember when that shit happened. Well, he's been around long, too. Rip Mac. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Rip, he be skilled, though, for real. Well, he, got, he, like, he had been sober, and then he just went back. And, yeah, that shit was sad. Um... So, getting to like two hours here. This has been like a really oh, lengthy, great Dude, podcast. Sure about it. Hey. We just like to talk, you know? Hell yeah. Um, before we wrap this up, though, I do have like one more kind of, I'm just kind of curious what you guys think. Um, this is obviously, you know, talking about COVID and we have an election coming up. We don't need to get too political, but I'm just curious, like, what do you guys think we're going to be at the end of the year, end of 2020? Fuck yeah. Where am I going to be? Where, where? where, just like as, as a society, like America uh, or Iowa, honestly, whatever. I think it's just probably going to be even weirder i don't know it's gonna <laughs> like i don't know honestly it would, fucking dude nobody expected covid nobody expected jeffrey Epstein. nobody expected nothing so i got no fucking idea what's gonna happen um for my opinion i i, I definitely want to see people just take this time to wake the fuck up and mm. think about some shit you know what i'm saying because if we're just sitting here waiting for it to get better what are we, better isn't Specific, you know what I'm saying. What sure. what do we want out of this? What are we gonna? What's gonna be different when everything does turn back on, or is it ever gonna? You know, so you can't sit there and just be like, oh, it's not gonna ever be different. It's gonna be shit. It probably will be weirder. He's not wrong, but, but <laughs> at, at that time, it's gonna be drawing more attention, and more, you can only say what the fuck so long to where you're like, wait a second, what what what's going on? You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can only be like, what the fuck? How's this happening? How is this happening again? How is this happening again? Until you're like. There's a reason this happening. You know what I'm saying? And I wish that it would go in this direction instead of fucking doing this. Yeah. But yeah, society's weird. (laughs) It It is going to get weird. Especially America, the big melting pot, you know. Uh, Yeah, we've been the, we're the greatest, or not greatest, we're the most interesting experiment probably in this century. Asia Asia and fucking (laughs) United States, but yeah, technology and all that. All right, this has been a great podcast. Oh, yeah, uh, I appreciate you having me on for sure. Yeah, this was a fun time. You guys are both eccentric characters, interesting Dude, people. We gotta make it happen again. I'm definitely down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it is really crazy the amount of people that. Dude, have. I appreciate your grind, dude. For real, your grind's yeah. awesome. Thank uh, you. I can see you doing big shit. Nobody else is doing this shit in the world. You definitely got the best setup on. Like you're in big <laughs> shit with this for sure. Hell yeah, I really appreciate that. Put a lot into it. So, all right. Well, I wish you guys luck on all your endeavors, and uh, hope to see you guys again. Um, stay tuned. Next week we're gonna have Jordan Malin on the podcast. Uh, he's a local. He has a, he has his own podcast called The Bird Room, and that's uh, check that out. And he just put out a new solo album, so it's gonna be a really good time. All right. Adios, everybody. Yeah. Peace. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode. It was a pleasure to have these two in the studio today. It was a blast. Um, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have Jordan Mayland on the episode. He does um, In the Bird Room, which is a great local podcast. 
and he also just released a new album this last week, a solo project. So it's going to be really interesting to talk to him and to have another local podcaster on the show. Um, probably one of the most anticipated episodes ever. So you guys are not going to want to miss that one. It's going to be really great. It's going to be next, next Monday at noon, premiering as always. Until then, I hope everybody is doing fine, doing well. These are crazy times, but you know what? We will get through it together. All right. Peace out.